0: That's what I thought you said. Now let me offer this as a rebuttal.
1: on that trap they thought I couldn't get on I'm in the kitchen whipping lyrics niggas cook on it more, cop a love drop sauce, got you shook on the floor body bag, ziplock, hip-hop, now nah, he cooked in the mall, it ain't worth it if you this out. he booked on the tour you purchased versus or you still hooks you took from the poor, I heard the merchants say you working with them croaks, you be core. I'm working versus shooting in for the stars you lookin' to soul, but give me space I was never plain. Riding every wave got a lane, navigate away had to get away, what's the way, that- Direction, make corrections on the way. That's a wait. Time to, weigh and to wait and tired of waiting. I don't wait, I'm impatient. But then we're sicker than you sniffing niggas. That's a patient. You fuck whatever sounds from underground, and that's a base And I got the thunder sound that's bumping loud, and that's the basis. I pump the base to bases full of oasis. That's the basis. And I don't really know how to trust niggas. They all pretenders with agendas trying to fuck niggas. I'm like, fuck niggas, get into the Benjamins. Fuck niggas, take it literal, and Benjamin, Benjamin over. All the stalls, hold up better paws. Got my paws on this bitch's kitty, caught up in them draws. Take them all, fill up all them titties. Sitting in a bra she along, cause it ain't a little dicky on this song. Bitch, I ball, you be super hype. I'm the hooping type, I hoop at night. Or the day to day, you stay scrutinized. Never lose a fight in my lane, you the shooting type. In my way, I'ma drive insane, you the Uber type. Who was nice? Mid his main lames, couldn't screw her right. Used the dice, so I had a bang like it's hooper light. Reaper type, slam dunk. Skeeted on them hooters twice. Root is tight. Left a freestyle. I don't prove i right. Prove you right. Cause you got it wrong, dog. who is right? You was like You don't want no smoke like a hookah pipe. Ooh. Niggas claim they gonna end. Yeah. They
2: used to yo, yo, yo. Yo, what it is, what it is. It's your boy DJ Naslo to say no more podcast. You know what I'm saying? I'm here. You know, back with another episode, you know what I'm saying? We're going to call this one a battle rap episode, you know what I mean? Because battle rap is very, very important to the hip-hop culture, you know what I mean? So it's something that I've been, you know, very in tune with from way back in the days, you know what I'm saying, me and my brother. But... um you know, my brother Artiste, and shout out to him for all mixing of all the episodes. You know, we definitely appreciate you over here, the good quality sound that we getting through these microphones and all of that. But yeah, man, um, you know, so today, I mean, last time, you know, I had a a special guest, my man Will, you know, and if you haven't checked out that episode, uh, it's the Marathon Continues episode, dedication to the the good brother Nipsey Hussle. May he rest in peace and shouts to his family and everything. Um, So that was a very, you know, Deeper episode You know what I'm saying Just focusing on one subject So I I figured You know We try something a little different You know Not all over the place With a bunch of different topics But you know Focus on one particular thing So this time You know what I'm saying I I have the pleasure Of having You know One of A special guest On The Joint today You know um, I met this brother Many years ago now You know what I'm saying I say brother Because he's definitely Like a brother To me And my family For real For real You know what I'm saying I'm talking about uh, a MC that uh that just you know he gives it up you know what I'm saying definitely from the areas of South Jersey and Philly you know um definitely gives it up you know when it comes to the the lyrics you know what I'm saying like definitely deep high lyrical content. Um, you know, and has come a long way, you know what I'm saying? He's got a couple projects out there, you know, and he's got some songs that he's been dropping, so we're going to make sure that we give y'all, you know, the name of where you could check him out at and everything, but I'm talking about one and only, you know what I'm saying? I've, I've had the pleasure of working with him, producing for him as well. My man, Ming chun Louis, a.k.a. your boy Ming. Say what up to the people, kid. Yo, was poppin'?
0: Boy, I me, mean, man, y'all already know what it is. If you don't know, you're gonna find out real soon. I'm talking about, yes, yeah, boy from Philly, South Jersey, into the ING, the ones they want to envy, bars of days, eons, millennia, an originator, a full circle artist, you know what I mean? That's
2: Black and E's, y'all already know, man. That's what it is. That's what it is, man. Yo, appreciate you, you know, giving up your time to go ahead and talk about some of these things that's been on my mind and I'm sure it's been on your mind as well. You know what I'm saying? But we, you know, I just want to... The whole process of the show, as you already know, is just a, you know, creative space where we can have conversations on it. And it's not like, you know, just all hate. It's definitely bigging up the culture. So in this case, you already know how we feel about battle rap. So who other to have this conversation with? So, you know, let's go ahead and just get into it real quick. You know what I mean? Um, so, you know what I mean, uh what's We're going to talk about some battles that happen, you know what I mean? Um, I got a couple topics that I want to kick off to you real quick. And um, so we're just going to do it like that and just bounce joints off of each other, you know what I'm saying? And just keep it going back and forth, you feel me? So uh, let's go ahead and get into it. Um, One of the battles that's been on everybody's mind, obviously, let's just get the cat out the bag, the elephant in the room, you know what I'm saying? All of that, whatever, however you want to refer to it. Is Cassidy versus Goods. So let's go ahead and get into that real quick. My opinion, Uh, you know what I mean? Straight up my opinion, how I feel about it, is that, you know what I'm saying, in this day and age, when it comes to battle rap, period, you know what I'm saying? Because you and I have had plenty of conversations offline, off mic, you know what I mean, where we talked about the state of battle rap right now. So I guess I guess to go a little deep because at the end of the day, <clears throat> excuse me, everybody I kind of feel like Cassidy took an L. You know what I'm saying? I know Cassidy doesn't feel that way. I know a lot of his fans don't feel that way. You know what I'm saying? And I know that's the divide nowadays because everybody got their fan base, and if your fan base say that you won, you pretty much won. But we talking about in a general, the feeling, you know what I'm saying, like the watching of the battle, like how you felt it. you know when a nigga gets bodied, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to rapping. You know when a nigga feels on, on when he's going to start that battle, when he feels off, you know what I'm saying? I've been through, you know, this is just a little sidebar, but I've been through my little, you know, loaded Lux bag, like trying to see which battles he's actually won, which ones he's actually lost. Because I was like... I still wasn't you know, 100% on all of the joints except for the calico one. You know what I'm saying? There's memorable parts in this, that, and the third. And I am a fan of the dude, but you know when a person feels off in a battle. You know what I'm saying? So when they feel off to you and it's not coming off, coming correct to you, like that, this person is really giving it giving it up the way that they should when you know something is off, they slipping. you know what I'm saying? Or the punches ain't hitting or feel like they ain't got the crowd or something like that. You definitely can understand where that battle is going. And at the end of the day, I felt that like everybody else, the, the general consensus is the fact that he had it, In the first You know what I'm saying It was a long first And it was a lot of gas For certain joints Because they was happy To see him there And doing it And doing a different style Way better than that first joint That we seen with Disaster We know how that turned out And changed And thank God That it did for him You know what I'm saying But he was in that mode And it just didn't carry over And the crowd wasn't rocking So we not necessarily Like that's that's my opinion on You know what I'm saying The joint I do feel like the crowd could have gave him more of an opportunity. That's that's always, you know, something there with that. And it was a different crowd because it was Atlanta. But at the same time, I feel like he took the L. You know what I'm saying? And it's not to say that a L can't, you know, is gonna be is gonna kill your career, cause I just watched a video of Mike Tyson talking about, you know, Deontay Wilder. He was like the greatest boxers in the world lost he the undefeated joint doesn't mean anything to me it doesn't it never meant anything to me when he said it was trying to sell sell the fight like if you're a good battler if you're a good competitor if you're good in anything you got to take a loss period the the undefeated stuff doesn't mean because that to me doesn't show that you know how to win or you know what it's really like to win unless you took a loss So, because it gives you that passion, it gives you that fire to come back and do something different. So, that's my opinion on it. You know what I'm saying? That's going to lead us to getting back into the conversation of the state of battle rap right now. But your opinion on the Cassidy and Good, so we could put that one to bed. What's your opinion on that, kid? I
3: mean, uh,
0: my opinion is, you know, it's definitely not a popular opinion because, you know, the full scope of a lot of things in general, and battle rap, and just life, everything connects. We live in a society since the dawn of time where people are followers. People follow whatever the popular opinion is, and it's hard to measure that. But the reality and statistics show people are going to lean and go with the waves, right? So this whole thing about that, because there is a division between the fan and I've literally been following this ever since the battle happened. Uh, we're definitely going to get out the gate, I will say, by the terms of modern-day battle rap's rules, if you will, Cassidy lost. Did he die? Did he get bodied? That's a whole other, you know, scenario and opinion, you know what I'm saying? My definition of bodies is when your soul leaves your body, you know what I'm saying? Me watching that, it was a, we can call it a crowd bias, we can call it that he just didn't, didn't impress the crowd, whatever the case may be. He looked more so annoyed because he didn't get his shit off the way he imagined. So it's a level of, like, unfairness to the MC whenever a crowd was involved and they started booing. It was going wild people that whole night. You know what I mean? So, yes, there was gas in this first round. Well, we're not going to act like Goods ain't get gas, too. For a guy that's not even known for bars, he ain't say nothing that great. But the point is, he won. He ain't kill him. Goods ain't really, like, a killer killer like that. Like, he hasn't won on stage People that kill, people that like they have everything, they're top tier on bars, wittiness, delivery, performance, all that to, to a whole new level. An example is obviously calico versus Lord of Lux, classic. Or when Murder Moog even got Lord of Lux. There's certain levels to that when you could just tell, you can see the face expression, or when you start making a nigga choke. Whatever anyway, we're a little bit off topic with that, but yeah, that's my definition of you bodying somebody, cash lost though. So. In the building. Now, the division comes when people talking about because of how the event went. Mm-hmm. He didn't get a fair treatment, in his opinion, a lot of his fans' opinions, and also a minority of battle rap community, which we also want to talk about because there's a the huge division in that. we going to have Cassidy fans. Of course, yeah, they're going to ride with him because there's Cassidy fans that said he loved. There's mm-hmm. people that lost being a fanboy of him. But the reality is, his fan base is bigger than battle rap itself. It is what it is, These Cassidy, you know what I'm saying? So there's battle rap fans, which is gonna be the priority when we're talking battle rap. It'll be like NBA, you know, or basketball. It's like, you ain't gonna have a bunch of hockey fans or general sports fans or just random people that wanna vote for a team, maybe LA Lakers because they live in LA, but they don't watch basketball. They shouldn't really have an opinion. So I definitely understand where someone will come with that. But outside of that, there's a few battle rappers that felt the same way. There's niggas that even heard his material. So but they all unanimously said he didn't deliver it within a format of what is expected for today's generation of battle rap. A lot of critique has been on Cassidy about well he didn't evolve. First of was he had outdated bars. It's not really it's, it's never that he had outdated bars. Mm-hmm. That's another terminology niggas don't know what they're talking about because they don't know bars. It's no different than non battle rap fans judging a battle. People that don't really rap don't know really know bars. Some niggas think bars are just lines or rhymes. Some niggas think bars is because it's made it hit a certain way. Mm-hmm. Some people think it's just metaphors. Some people think it's punchlines. But a lot of people don't know what bars are. None of this shit's out-fucking-dated because if that's the case, there's mad niggas that should be put in that same category. What they mean by that is that the flow and the format of how he delivers it. Now, if he does that, he sets himself up to automatically call it a jack and he's copying somebody's style automatically. Mm-hmm. Whether it's Loaded Lux, whether it's Tay Rock, whether it's Case John, Twerk, whether it's John John, who mm-hmm. used to get critique for the same thing. So it's a lot of opinions that go into this thing to able to like, full side like, You know what I'm saying? Judge somebody on who wins ultimately because it's an opinion-based sport, which goes back to if you went in the crowd back in the days, if you got the crowd or those clubs of bars performance, what you had lyrics or just had jokes, you won. But that was also different because you didn't have really personal information about them. It was on site. So if you was able to freestyle off the top and get personal, mm-hmm. that, was a, that was a win in the book. Things are different now where well, you can incorporate freestyle off the top right then and there on the spot, combined with written meant specifically for them, where we will only see that when you did it on wax or disc records. You pull up information that you knew about them. You know what I'm saying? You know, with Cassidy, the celebrity, he has a lot more information out there about him. Good past things out there about him, but they've pretty much been covered. But when you're an active battle rapper, people cover too many things about you anyways. So you could either say the same thing in a different way, be the dead horse in the back, or that could be a, a violation of battle rap in a sense. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I watched a lot of interviews with Cassidy, and I'm getting to explain his points of view. But I'll be honest, I agree with a lot of points of views he brought up. A lot of people probably won't, but a lot of people that did follow it, they started switching sides to what I started noticing, going back to that whole following thing. Mm-hmm. Cassie even made, before the battle, a lot of niggas that always said he was going to get 3-0 just because of the hype he made, the way he was talking spicy. It goes to show you, niggas started saying, yo, he's like 3-0 good the way he's talking. You know what I'm saying? But ultimately the battle happened, niggas it back with what? The crowd. Now Cassie had a lot of things about, which is kind of funny. He's like Thanos. Niggas didn't want him to win. The battle rap community didn't like him because it's bigger than just him and Goods. It's about niggas coming in, taking advantage, culture, vulture, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I understand. Niggas want, that's their baby. That's what they done. They built it up. They was there. They did battles. They took pay cuts, whatever it is. And then here come a nigga coming out of nowhere, and they look at it as, oh, he needs battle rap to get lit. He asked for all this money. Who he think he is. You old news. Blah, 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 blah. Right? That's one thing. So there definitely is for us to ignore that's not being a factor. That definitely is. Niggas do not want him to win. They would like to see a battle without a doubt. But they like to see him win? That's a whole other thing.
3: Mm-hmm. You know
0: what I mean? So that's what he talks about. The influence. He said all the battle rappers up front on stage and all that. You know what I'm saying? It was a lot of lot of things going on that's not really talked about.
2: Well, let's, um, so I will relate that if you can understand where I'm coming from, from a basketball standpoint. So, um, because if we're calling battle rap, you know, which is, you know, rap is the art form, but it's battling. So it's a sport, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a winner, there's a loser. So at the same time, um, a lot of these, we, the, I don't, I think the biggest issue with battle rap nowadays is the fact that we don't have a clear cut understanding of who wins and who loses because any other battle, any other sport, that is a thing. And I think the part the if you want my just regular opinion about it, I think that's the reason that keeps URL on top at that point. You know what I'm saying? And this is no diss to whatever it is. I mean, I'm talking about, you already know, we coming from the Smack DVD days. You know what I'm saying? So I think there's a mystique and there's something in there about just the fact that there's not a clear cut winner or loser. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it keeps people talking. It's no different than anything... That you see on Instagram, you know, or Twitter or anything like that, the conversation, it keeps people talking about whatever it is. It keeps people hashtagging, tweeting. You know what I'm saying? I just, I sent you the joint this morning because we in real time, you know what I mean? It's Saturday morning, you know, we getting it in May 25th, you know what I mean? So I sent you the thing this morning. Um, Twerk really wants to battle Tay Rock, you know what I'm saying? And Tay Rock, He sent sent the two videos, you know what I'm saying? He sent like two one minute joints, you know what I'm saying, Adam, and he told Tay rock and and tagged him and everything, was like, it's 1-0. And then Tay rock got heated and went outside and responded through, so we getting like literal, like, and these sound like joints that could be in a rounds. So it's getting to that point to where it's like, they, you know, you going to whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not a, it's I, I could assume that that would be hurtful to the brand because these are two bat two MCs that battle in what we call the NBA of battle rap, which is URL. So it's two dudes taking it to their own social media to be able to put this, put these this these rounds or whatever you want if you want to call it a one minute round. They putting it out there, and it was it was this wasn't something that they just jumped up and was like. I'm going to just put it in front of my face and do this. Like, it was structured to the point where each one of them hit right before that 59 seconds. And if it was like all you had was a minute, like back in the days with International Peace, Six Day, you know what I'm saying, with the Fight Club, that would have been two rounds. That that twerk would have really, we, you literally have it in your phone right now. You can go look at two rounds that is not on any other platform but but just Twitter. Like, that might this you know, and I fuck with Joe Budden and, and the Joe Budden pack podcast featuring, you know, starring Rory and Maul and shit. But conspiracy shit on my side, I'm staring right now at a screen on my laptop that is the URL app. Because while we was talking, I wanted to look at it and see what it looked like or whatever. There's a countdown on the, the web page where there's two days, eight minutes, 50-something seconds left. At this time. I see what it looks like on the iPhone. First two joints up there, you see Cassidy versus goods, and it says premium. And then it says Gucci Gotti versus chess and it says premium. I was having this conversation mm-hmm. with uh, I think I was talking to you, and I could have been talking to I could have brought it up to Jaquan. I think no, we I talked to, to talked to you about it um the other day. You know, with the fact that are these dudes getting a piece of this? You know what I'm saying, and this isn't to bring any bad energy or whatever. It's great that they're actually doing it because it's taking it away from being owned by YouTube content that is on YouTube that they don't they get a percentage of. But YouTube obviously advertising dollars, and we start to see we start to see way more ads that come up in the middle of the battle, and it's nothing worse than somebody being in the middle of their bars and then an ad pops up. I'm like, yo, son, I was like, he was scheming. You know what I'm saying? He was into his shit. And then this ad is popping up. Like, there's a whole lot of shit that we could really, really get into when it comes to the state of battle rap and how, you know, one of the things I had on here was Smack versus Rare Breed. You know what I'm saying? Rare Breed. I can't, I don't know how you feel about it, but I can't wait to see this Bill Collective versus uh, Hitman Holla Battle. And I heard Bill Collective beat him. You know what I'm saying? I I seen a little clip of he when he says something to Showtime, uh, to you know, uh, how for those that don't know, you know, Hitman Holler. His brother, you know, who's famous on Wild and Out now, but, you know, once was a very famous battle rapper, we, we should be talking to the battle rap culture so y'all should know who the hell Hit- Hitman Holla is. But, you know, we talking about the fight between Bill Collector and Showtime, and he, he put that big old knot on his head, and Bill Collector says something, he was like, the little clip that I saw, he was rapping at Hitman, but then he said something else to Showtime, and the crowd was like one of those, yo, like one of them joints. And from what I've been seeing, online, I heard that Bill Collector gave Hitman that work. And that could be a situation of people, you know, this is another little sidebar joint, but people going outside of battle rap and not understanding what it takes to get back in there and, you know, really do what you gotta do. This is, you know, a, a rematch, a grudge match is all not always gonna go in the favor of the person that won the first time. The person that you going against for the second time, trust and believe that they coming back with a vengeance. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to let you do this shit to me again or whatever it is. I'm not going to let you embarrass me. So these grudge matches have been getting way better. You know, I know you... I know we talked about it, but you said you ain't really see too much of the hollow versus math, but these grudge matches are 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 some tough battles. These are some of the best battles that we've been seeing. I just recently watched that KSean and uh T-Rex over again, you know what I'm saying? Or T-Rex and Charlie Clips and you know what I'm saying? So the grudge matches seem to be the ones that are carrying people. Even Cassidy and Goods had a grudge from way way back in the day. And those seem and, and even the, the new one coming up, Lux versus Aver from all of this talk, you know what I'm saying? So What I do love about the culture of battle rap is the fact that we're getting to finally see these battles that we want to see, except for these matchups that don't make sense. There are a lot of those that still are out there and dudes that, you know, as soon as they finish battling, they cool and now they're on the same team and all of that. Like, there's a lot of things going on with the culture of battle rap and a lot of things are changing. But uh, this Smack versus Rare Breed, how they're coming up with some of the craziest stuff, no different than U-Dub, uh, we don't really see too much. I haven't really seen too much from them as far as the big-scale joints. But, I, you know, Smack is uh, and, and URL and Beasley and all them dudes over there, they're continuing to be the forefront. It, it continues to be the place that you got to come to to, to see... A, a, a ill battle the way that you want to see it. And with this app, I think this app is going to change a whole lot of things. I don't, I don't And I don't know if it's going to help the battle rappers, you know what I'm saying, in the case of, you know, them being able to eat off of this and, because somebody's eating off of it. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, how you feel about the culture? I mean, I, I talked a little bit about it, but, you know, how do you feel about any of them things, like the app and all of that?
0: I mean... This is business. Things gonna always evolve. Nothing lasts forever. Simple as that. That rap already changed. Like you just acknowledge. To be honest, a lot of things hang on to a certain brand or a name, you know, what I'm, or a term, if you will. Sometimes, term terminology change through in time. Instead of people giving new names to something, they keep the same name and the elements of the origin something changes. So you have the one division of arguments of people saying, "Oh, well, things evolve." Well, other people that feel like it didn't evolve, it's just something different. It should be called something different. Should we even call battle rap, battle rap at this point? Some people actually feel that way because battle rap originated a certain particular way with a certain criteria, rule set, et cetera. Same thing as hip hop. We still call things hip hop today, even though there's a bunch of subgenres where some people might coin a few different terms, but it's often still referred to as hip hop in the bigger giants of Grammys, award winning, all that type of stuff. Like, there's trap, there's whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, people don't feel the same way about it, which is why it gets overshadowed, you know, but it's the same thing with Battle Rap, same thing with this app shit. Eventually, it's not going to be the same. Battle Rap turned into wrestling, essentially. And you talk about Grudge Match, the reason we hang on to that, because we still people that follow hip-hop, hip-hop's still not that evolved to the point niggas forgot about, you know, stuff like now I'm going at Jay-Z, legendary Tupac versus Biggie, stuff like that. But niggas had personal, you know what I'm saying, hood shit going on, whatever, outside of music that might have started with music, but shit used to be real, you know, back in the days, as we referred to as the golden age of hip-hop. You know, now battle rap was a part of that. Now it's, it's different because it's fabricated. Niggas got fake guns aiming at niggas. Before battle rap, niggas involved guns because they probably either lived that life or had goons around and that's was ready to shoot you down over this rap shit, kind of like basketball. If you try to hustle by for a game, you might get popped at the courts. It might be go from basketball real quick to something physical. Now people want to just see that element of the entertainment, and it's, it's become entertainment. So it's not even about just the bars or, or that. It's about, well, a lot of people became fans of it that probably had no business watching this shit, for all I know. And they got inspired to it, so now that's what the community became Basically, and that's who's judging battles now. They just want to see something like act. They don't care about your back. As long as you can sell and convince whatever it is that you seem like you do and get over, do the next battle and do the next battle, same shit. And this app thing, it's the same thing, bro. It's like, all right, there's an app now. Now you got to pay to see all the battles. A good thing might be smack not put shit in the vault. They don't have to hold on to certain battles now you could tune in and stream this shit because you already paid for it. It's kind of like pay-per-view in a sense, but you get access to it. And yeah, I don't know, battle rappers might get a percentage of it. It's it's a it's an avenue for them to make a lot more money without going through YouTube. So it's uh you know it's a revolutionary thing in a sense, but it's all it's also going to change the ability for niggas to file on a YouTube for free, judge battles, put their opinions and allow niggas to say, oh, it's debatable after a few months when the footage drops. You know, that alone changes how a battle is and who actually wins. Just in the building, and then you got all these niggas' opinions. Rap nerds, people that don't watch battle rap, people that don't understand it, people that do understand it, people that are going to argue. Some, some people like it that way. That's in the generation right now. There's niggas from before that probably don't like it. There's niggas going to be after it that might like it, might not, you know, whatever. There's going to always be a division of opinions. And the one that wins is whatever is advertised, the popular opinion. There's no way to measure what is the actual unanimous opinion because <laughs> no one's being surveyed. Even niggas getting surveyed, niggas can lie. Like, there's no way to actually ever know about something for sure unless you know the science of everything. You really do do this on every magnitude and every level to properly judge something because niggas' battles are simply not being judged by a set rule of criteria. Battle rap, although we like to compare it to NBA, basketball, sports, boxing, it's not a point system. There is no point system. You know what I'm saying? So it's always going to be a preference type thing. You know, so I mean, it's cool. The app is evolutionizing things, but I'm just saying, as with everything else, it's going to change, it's going to evolve, people are going to like it, some people are going to adapt to it, it is what it is, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, things, things have changed. Shit went to the big stage. so niggas gotta come on antics. I get it. You, you gotta entertain. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So,
2: but. This is, it's different. I mean, even if, even with the, um, you know, the emergence of ARP and, um, everything that they've done, you know, over there with Rare Breed and to be able to pull all these battles off. And it's no different than when we've seen it with, um. With uh, everything that dub was doing, you know what I'm saying? So there's room, excuse me, for you to be able to, you know, make things happen. Um, I just think that, uh, I don't know, man. I, I don't want to say I, I just think that, you know, everybody got to work together or they got to do this and they got to do that. I just feel like I, I I do miss the days where you knew what kind of, you know, you you knew what kind of league you wanted to be in. You know what I'm saying? Because grind time was a lot of nerd, nerdy rap. Like, let's just keep it a buck. And the thing is, the dudes that there started. I think the reason that that ultimately went down was because they they had you know they had a space where there wasn't dudes with gun bars. There wasn't dudes that were saying a whole bunch of that stuff and. But you but being that grind time was in a certain location. And depending on, you know, they I think they was mainly heavily on the West Coast, if I remember correctly. Um, you know, being that they was just in that location, you got a certain you got certain dudes that would be able to, you know, just rap on that side. You know what I'm saying? But then it just was what it was when it came to the point of I, you know, these is the bars that these dudes is giving up and they start beating the nerdy dudes, unless you had a dude that was nerdy, witty and flipping every single thing. But what people loved was what it was that they saw that circulated the world, which ultimately kind of brings it back to Cassidy, because that was like, that was something that we knew what was going on, just be, being from the East Coast. You know what I mean? We we knew that was happening all day, every day on the corners, you know what I'm saying, in the park, everything else. Like, that's what was happening. But, well, that's what I want
0: to talk about. like I, I'm glad you mentioned that because that does bring a fourth circle. Mm-hmm. Because right now, we have Cassie in the middle of this. And the reason why he's important, not just because it's Cassie's name, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that circle around him. Um, he believes he started, well, he goes around saying a lot of times, which is misconstrued, Mm-hmm. It's not literal when he says he started battle rap, he means, he even clarified that on many occasions of different interviews, a certain style of battle rap emphasized on aggression, gun bars, and punchlines back-to-back that mm-hmm. he made famous on, a, you know, we all know about it, the freeway, we put a beat on, acapella style mm-hmm. battle rap, face-to-face, and if we gonna be, fr- that shit came out, what, 2002, you know what I'm saying, niggas like on DVD and you know all that, you know, Smack is even on record saying he was inspired by that battle to, you know, to eventually do the battle rap to how it became today. Mm-hmm. You know, starting in small rooms and out. eventually getting big venues.
3: Yeah, so get you camera it's,
0: Like, there. it's... Not to say, Kathy, is the first person, because Rob niggas did it, but because... Because this is no different than Uber. It's no different than iPhone niggas. You know what I'm saying? People make technology every day be, but whoever gets the patents, the license, the push, the budget, or simply the attention and marketing... To put on on the mat, first, that's who gets the credit. So, while Cassie probably didn't get, while well, niggas did Punchline Shell, like mad niggas did it way back. But he was famous for it, and then he did a battle on top of that in front of jay Z, Swiss beat, so that was the biggest battle niggas heard of. You know what I'm saying? Especially East Coast of the Golden Age Hip Hop about, you know what I'm saying, gangster rap and all that. So he did put on for that. Gangs did evolve way later. But let's get back into what we were talking about, different styles of battle rap. You mentioned King and the Dot, you know, there was Grind Sign and all there's Fight Club. We remembered all those different things, right? So what makes it important about someone like when these industry niggas come into the battle rap culture, because I know the battle culture don't like none of them. They, they, they don't, one, they already know they better than them. By a technical standpoint, of course, all you do is battle rap. So they believe they can't do what they do, which might be fine. Because mm-hmm. that's where they get their pride and evil from themselves. Because they felt shielded out from the record industry. Where niggas feel like they can't do what they do. Mm-hmm. And I understand the difference in the biases of it. So it's kind of like something spiteful low-key. You know, if you really think about it. Because back then, a lot of niggas had the battle just to get on. To do getting a record, to get a deal. It's like, mm-hmm. that was your resume. You had to be good just to be make be able to make music. Exactly. For an opportunity to earn a deal. Right? Things are different now. You could be ass and get a record deal. So battle rappers know that. So they're just super salty in a sense because like, well, what the fuck? I'm talented. I put in all this work and I can't even get a deal and I'm just called a battle rapper. So it's like, all right, y'all niggas can't come in because now we got this shit popping. Niggas getting bags off of battle rap. Oh, so you used to battle back in the day? Well, this ain't back in the day, nigga. You can't come here and do this now. And that's how they feel about it. Cassie's the one nigga that feels like, nigga, any generation, I do this, I originally... He he feels a, th- a different type of smoke than the cannabis and a lot of other dudes that's not willing to jump in the ring. But he also was the same guy that Loki did start a lot of the wave. You know what I'm saying? And and my personal mm-hmm. opinion, a lot of shit didn't actually change bar wise. You know what I'm saying? There's still niggas. There's niggas that do some crazy crazy shit, but the majority of niggas they're not saying nothing too different. Niggas are still doing gun bars. Niggas are still animated with the face, they're doing different versions of what he made popular. And they all admit it they watched him. There's a lot of niggas that don't predate him, which made the goods battle interesting because they the same age, right? And they had apparently had a battle at the Jada Kiss. Keep your hand I mean, um, put your hands up, that joint. Or whatever, where Cassidy apparently must have beat him in his mind. Goods remind him that they battled one day or whatever, something like that. Mm. Cass didn't really believe it. And that's kind of what started the whole thing. And a lot, there's no verifiable, verified sources saying they battled. You know what I'm saying? People remember them there from what they heard. But no one knows the outcome. There's no footage of it. So that's what made that battle interesting. You know what I'm saying? People kept talking about it or whatever like that. But there's different styles in battle rap. When we look at when Cassie went against disaster, not a lot of people was excited. They was just excited like, oh. Cassidy's finally coming back to battle, period, against an active guy, and it's Disaster. Disaster actually just wiped the floor with cannabis. So that was interesting. And then the whole thing with Joe Button versus Hollow. So there's always been a little division. It was like, all right, we don't want these, they label them industry guys. Y'all can't come in here and do what we do. So we gonna keep getting y'all out of here, right? So, but what happened with that, Cassidy beat Disaster kind of off of the same, similar terms, Goods beat Cassidy. So, I mean, talk about yeah. man, that's what they're saying. yeah. You're right. Cass just came with all performance. While he did have bars, he's still a punchline rapper. He's always been a, a guy to punch with using similes. He didn't use his hottest bars he could ever use. He beat it with jokes. And technically speaking, if we really analyze the disaster battle, he did a lot of things. Even with the first one on stage, when Niggas was claiming that was his worst thing, that's the thing. He actually made an attempt to do what Niggas claimed he couldn't do. He was doing schemes Out right in front of you And calling it out Saying car schemes Shit like that But nigga was calling it corny So what did yeah, he do? It, he beats him He becomes himself But we
2: knew that And then though. he
0: beats disaster
2: We knew that though We knew we knew them shits wasn't hitting uh, Like it was cringing To watch that battle And, and somebody I, I really feel like Somebody got in his ear And was like Yo This shit ain't working You know what I'm saying Like you You gotta switch this shit up Um, And and it wasn't really that, too, because he still came with the joints. But the way Cassidy raps, you know what I'm saying, is mainly for what he's been used to doing, like a couple niggas around. You know what I'm saying? We might be on a block. We might be in a basement. We might be in a studio or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Where niggas could really judge the bars you know what i'm saying like and just do it like that because that type of and and it wasn't a lot of reactions neither because there was no reactions when it came to um when the with the freeway and the cassidy joint you know what i'm saying none nobody was saying nothing they was just letting them get the bars off and hearing what it was but it was like the bars that cassidy was kicking felt well, like they was on freeway you know what i'm saying they felt like i like, like, they I like how active. you said that you know what i mean that goes back to
0: crowd influence, something that Cassidy mentioned. This is a very smart guy, and for people to understand, so a lot of people look at him like, oh, he's making excuses. He's actually mentioned a lot of things that I've observed before he even mentioned it. Stuff that I see and observe in battle rap from the small rooms to the big rooms. When you do have a small room, right? Mm-hmm. Or if you're able to have a whole crowd just shut the fuck up. Like when you watch a movie, you watch Avengers Endgame. You know what, niggas? to like... Woo four! You don't want to hear niggas screaming because exactly. like nigga shut the fuck up. I want to enjoy it the way I would, would in my own comfort zone. But when you have something so exciting, niggas can't help but shut the fuck up. Like they're going to make noise, they're going to talk, they are going to ruin bars. Like you mentioned earlier, Tay hey, Rock versus Twerk. I saw them little one minute battle joint. Was excited about that. Every day, that essence that because you could just hear a nigga go in without every two bars exactly. Gas. Repeat. But that's part of the new generation. Niggas actually so excited, they hear the repeat now. They you don't even care what? about the bar. That's why the round lasts so long. Mm-hmm. And going back to, like, with Cass and Freeway, what made that legendary is not just the battle itself. It created a new generation of watching the battle to study bars. Back when niggas was not dropping those kind of bars in a battle rap for niggas to be able to see at least, mm-hmm. right? So now the loaded lux is everything. Now you get to watch, even with murder move versus lux, you get to watch that shit back when wild niggas probably had move winning. You look back like, wait, Lux was fucking. He kicked. Exactly. No, nah, I don't know. I got. I think I got Lux winning. Yeah. Because now we got. Because you're footies, judging. Right.
2: It. You're judging it off the bars. You know what I'm saying. You're really judging it off the bars. You're not just going with the crowd. Like for real, for real. And I could tell you where it started to change. It really, really started to change. And I, and I know. Yeah. You know, Jaquan is really gonna uh, agree with me. You know, my brother Artis was the the uh, the serious Jones. Versus Murder Mook battle, and to me that's when it that's when shit got out of hand. That's what I introduced. That's when I think gas was introduced, and niggas just didn't know what it was. Because the thing was to have your crew or your people behind you. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, your crew, your people behind you at least one of your mans, you know what I'm saying? And he had to, it was in the middle, it was in at the start of his third round because it was like, like Mook was saying stuff and it was like niggas just kept laughing after every bar, you know what I'm saying? He was able to slow it down and then he even, it was the first time that we seen a nigga in my, this the first time I seen it on camera was when a nigga handed him the, a water bottle Because he was about to rap what he like it was like if we thought it was freestyle, this was when we started to know that, you know, that's what was the difference between your your freestyle and your writtens. That's what niggas used to call it. They call it your writtens, you know what I'm saying? And that was the thing. Mook took a sip of water that a nick one of his dot mob niggas handed him, and he was like, you know, let, let me sip that real quick. And then he got into Something that he he started speaking to somebody else, and he played it well when he said, "Now back to regularly scheduled programming." That whole bar, that whole thing setup was ill. But the whole he started doing all of that, and then that's when Sirius was like, three minutes is up, dog," and he was like, "No, no, 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 I'm not gonna let you sit up here and say, you know, he was he was trying to do the peas or some shit like that." He was like, "Saigon did this, I'm gonna do this," and then he just um. You know, started doing the whole shit. And it was like when he was doing it, his crew was into it. You know what I'm saying? And they was hyping it up and it was loud. You couldn't really hear what was going on, but it just seemed like Mook was winning. You know what I'm saying? And even to this day, I don't know if you really, really paid attention, but I don't know who this nigga is. But the tall nigga that's always clapping his hands, putting his hands in the air, trying to keep niggas quiet. Mook has two niggas that have been with him. Well, it's him and some other dude that have been down with Dot Mob in every battle he's been in. And this I just saw it again when I rewatched the battle of him versus Averb. And he was like, he he the one that's, you know, giving Mook the energy or telling him like, yo, stop right. He's like his coach, you know, like the nigga in the corner. I know you know who I'm talking about. But it was it was that particular situation. It was on some shit where it was like, you, as long as you brought the squad and it, and Jones was like, it's just me and three of mine, this whole shit, y'all, y'all got the people up in here. And it got to the end where Mook was trying to finish his bar and he started to say, dot on his head, dot on this. And as soon as he says dot on his head, you see somebody point like finger guns. And then you see another dude behind Mook pointing finger guns. And then every, then each dot that he's talking about, they all just keep getting louder and louder and louder. And that was a big debate. Niggas started saying, like, nah, I think Sirius Sirius had way better bars. He was funnier, you know what I'm saying? But Mook just had more people behind him. That's where the shit started to really shift, where niggas was pausing and taking water breaks because if you was on Fight Club, you was doing a minute. You studied... Like, that was the best shit that you could get, point blank, period. I wish they would bring... I wish International P, if you listening to this, I wish you would get with some of these niggas and get into this and get involved and import this. But the nigga said, 60 seconds on the clock. You stutter, you gone. You know what I'm saying? You, 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 something, that's it, period. You take that up. But well, see, like, you
0: mentioned that it used to have certain rules to it. Now it's like there's contracts. It's like you can't mention it, you can't mention that. Yeah. Um, like you like or you, you have to rap at, at three minutes and stop, do your thing. If you don't get all your shit off so well, the next nigga goes because ultimately oh, the battle's gonna be put on YouTube and you got paid for the battle, so that's all that matters. And you're gonna get booked for the next one. Where niggas can, can lose see back in the day if you lost, bad and then if the whole world saw it your career is kind of over. You're done.
3: Mm-hmm. And, you know,
0: Cass mentions a lot of these things because he comes from a generation where he prides himself off like that's how battle rap, how he came up. That's how it should and it never should have changed. And he also goes to his narrative. Ain't shit change. Y'all niggas are doing goofy shit. Now, being a fan of Cassidy, you know, a lot of us are, including you, you know what I'm saying? We come from an era where he's from while still acknowledging shit has changed depending on how you feel about it, whether you want shit to change or not you might side with a different side, no that different than with Sirius Jones, I had Sirius Jones winning that shit because I was a fan of, one, the old school, the original, I'm a fan of originality, mm-hmm. origin, I'm not a fan of having something that's still, like, it'll be like superhero movies, like, nigga, why are you changing a fucking, make a whole new movie for all that, like, don't, don't take a concept, and then because characters are famous and familiar faces, you want to use them, but then you fuck up their, like, I hate Star Wars, like this interview ain't about Star Wars, but you know what I'm saying? I hate that shit with wild trash. Episode nine. I'm a huge Star Wars fan, probably the biggest nigga you know about Star. I Know everything about that shit. That shit's wild trash because they changing character names up when Disney bought Lucasfilm from um George Lucas and all that. That's a whole other thing. But going back to this situation, like Sirius Jones, he was more about the art. Like he, it sounded like freestyle. He can't freestyle. You know what I'm saying? So that was a plus. If you freestyle, you automatically went, if you was able to outbar a nigga, make it make sense, and rhyme, on point, right then and there about shit that like, oh my God, he freestyled that shit. You wrote some bullshit, and it wasn't even directed at that nigga. You could have said that to anybody, you walked. And Cassie mentioned a lot of things about that. Like There's certain violations of battle rap, even going to goods, that he mentions about goods like, this battle rapper that's famous already said this. Like, yeah, you know, Fred DeGoss said a line, and then he literally said the same exact thing, or he flipped, but it goes back to perception. Niggas think Goods, who is not known for freestyling, <laughs> says he flipped, you know, Cassidy's uh, wage line. Mm-hmm. And then he also took something he said in the disaster battle, his easy pass line when he did a car scheme. Meanwhile, niggas say he had no bars because they ignored his entire third round and disaster because niggas focus on what they want to focus on when they want to create a narrative. Well, I can announce it's not his best bars I ever heard from Cassidy, you know, it's, he still has, he's always going to have bars. But so it wasn't delivered the way we want, but we, you can't expect a nigga to be a whole different nigga. Chess actually mentioned that in one of his interviews recently, matter yeah. rapper Chess. He's like, niggas must expect the Cassidy to come in with some alien language. That's your problem. I agree with that. I didn't expect Cassidy to come in and sound like loaded luck. The fuck? Why? Now he's not Cassidy. That's why that shit with disaster on a big stage didn't work and Cassie's smart up to know that like I'm pretty thought I know I shouldn't do this dumbass shit because this is exactly what's gonna happen. It's always gonna happen. It happened with E when he got up on stage. You can't come in as an old nigga, even read Dallas when he came out the battle John John. The reality is if you a real smart nigga and I do this shit, you know what I'm saying? I'll do this shit. I'll pay attention, I observe. Niggas like Daylight that really think about this shit, he knows what's up. You know what I'm saying? very intelligent guy. You can't come in as a legend with a, a branded style and do what other niggas think they want you to do. You're going to lose. You might even get a little bit of gas for even doing that. But I'm like, come on, yo. Now, like, What do you study all us new niggas? You sound like this and that. No one's really going to like it. And you're going to lose your legacy and legend status automatically. Now, if you come in and be yourself, you're gonna get, you are going to get gas because niggas happy that you back. And you at least have that nostalgia. You're going to get that, which is exactly what Cass got. He got the gas in the first round. cause like, yo, skinny Cass is back. He's on stage with niggas. Yeah. What happened in the second round? It's like, um, well, it, it's Cassidy. And, and we just heard got finished hearing good. I don't know. Because niggas don't belong from different eras and different styles, battle rapping or performing on the same stage. That's the shit's a shit of fantasy. But because in the social media age, we have the luxury and abilities to actually do shit like that same thing with 2k we can have a nigga we can have michael jordan from, from fucking 90s in the 90s play against curry right and niggas like yeah we shitting on him because niggas that's all they talk about jordan versus lebron jordan versus iverson jordan all this well jordan actually went against iverson that's different so we can have like these fantasy comparisons and the reality is it, it really is a fantasy there's no line drawing anymore of morality in a sense because niggas don't have no real
2: respect. Niggas want to body everything. It's just about entertainment. It's just about entertainment like at the end of the day. Like everybody, like I just clicked on, you know, I've never been to the websites before. You know what I'm saying? I think the only website I ever, the websites don't really mean much. Like the, honestly, I'm looking at the website now and these websites are wild basic. You know what I'm saying? Compared to like now Smacks, like I said, is set up, for, I mean, URL is set up for the the big thing that they got dropping, which is the app. But if you look at these websites like KOD, KOT, uh, DTV, which is king of the dot, you know what I'm saying? Um, if you look at Rare Breeds, excuse me, if you look at their website, you know what I mean? Like, it's the same thing. It's just, it's just like the battle, whatever event that they just had, they got the pay-per-view You know, the pay-per-view price, they got, you know, ticket prices that you could purchase or whatever, and you could still purchase the pay-per-view to be able to see the battles on demand before they actually drop because, you know, they take time to drop them and, you know, post. I don't even really understand that particular part because, like, how much you're editing because the way these battles are shot, if you watch them live now, they don't look as, you know, on the pay-per-view, they don't look as un- edited anymore you know what i'm saying they have different cameras and you don't see those cameras while you're watching it so whatever you're watching you know it's going to be the same thing that you're going to see it's just being able to see it at an earlier time and i can tell you this you know i i paid 50 for that for that uh that that uh url joint cassidy versus um versus goods i look at rare right. breed their joint is 40 and i look at king of the dot their joint is 30 you know what I'm saying, and I remember the last time I think any time that I've ever paid for a pay per view, it's always been like thirty dollars. You know what I'm saying, so the price is going up. You know now instead of it being a, a a price that you're gonna get onto, you know now you can get into the subscription game, and that's where they're they're taking it to. And you definitely seen it when it came to like ads and you know, uh, people to sponsor the battle, you know what I'm saying, all these different things that are coming involved. It's definitely a business. It's a big, big business that people, that certain people aren't really getting in tune with, no different than the movie Body Comes Out, you know what I'm saying, just out of nowhere, which we ain't even gonna talk about that. I'm mad that we that I even mentioned this shit. But, you know what I'm saying, it, it's, it's certain things like that. Battle Rap is 100% a business. The game has changed There is a video, you know. We always, we always typically do recommendations on here. You know what I'm saying? Things that we want to put out there. And I was just scrolling through, scrolling through, scrolling through something that I'm gonna check out, but I haven't seen it myself. But there is a rare breed with uh, the. Basically, for the people that don't know, ARP is like smack. So you know what I'm saying? Because I know there's some people that might listen to this that that aren't into the battle rap culture. So that's for y'all. Um, but there is a video with ARP, and he says how to judge battle rap. I want to see that. I'm gonna shoot you that link so we can check it out. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, I want to see you know what he what he what he thinks on that because that kind of you know that that style that we that we saw you know I, I think that gave the other person a fair shot because remember we seen Lady Luck versus Remy Ma. You know what I'm saying? So in this day and age. Uh, Nikki was definitely able to see that, which is why I really believe she ain't want no, no nobody wants to smoke with Remy Ma because she knows she can actually do that shit. She she comes from that just like almost every re- MC that's really really on top of their shit. They can battle. You know what I'm saying? It's not that they can't battle, but I think ultimately for Cass, it's just a different thing that you have to fit in. Because you can't do it the way that you want to do it. Now you can be a great performer and win over the crowd, but that's only gonna take you but so far. Hence, bill collector versus, uh, uh, you know, hitman Holla. You know who can outwin the crowd better. But at the same time, if you can do that and add bars to it. I mean, and, and, and personals to it, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's a tough thing. Math is a crowd favorite. So is hollow. But at the same time, you know, there's a lot of skill in it. But those personal things that hit harder along with some bars, you can beat. You have to focus. I think the ultimate thing is you got to focus on your opponent. You could put that in anything. You could put that from basketball. You could put that in every single situation because you need to focus on your opponent. Point blank, period. Here's a quick basketball reference since we two basketball playing niggas on his mic, Houston has been doing the same thing and they've been beating the entire NBA. That's great. When you get to the playoffs, the shit changes because the teams up their game. LA Lakers were famous for this because they, you know, slide through the regular season how they did, but when it came to playoff basketball, they knew what time it was they they had to change because they their opponent. You have to play your opponent. You know what I'm saying? It's that famous line that um from Fresh. You know what I'm saying? Like, I play my opponent. You know what I'm saying? He moves this way. I'm gonna move that way. I forget the, you know, the exact line from it. You know, that's a rec- movie recommendation. Go check out Fresh if you ain't seen it. I think it's on Netflix and shit. Samuel L. Jackson and um My Man from the Wood. But um, you know what I'm saying? Like he's saying that he plays his opponent if he wants to, if he wants to be cautious, you know what I'm saying? You try to, you know, you 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 run up on him, you know, if he wants to, you know. Um, Come at you aggressive You lay back and play a little defense But you got to play your opponent You know, he said If you come in here with other things on your mind You make stupid moves that you wouldn't make if you was thinking Point blank, period You got to play your opponent If you know this person is going to come at you with this, that, and third It's not saying that you got to change your whole style up It's not saying that you got to do that But if you're coming into that arena Then some things do have to change And I know Cassidy had an agenda on his hand And this, that, and third But that's what's up and he stuck, to to that. And, and he got love from some people. That's in again One of my favorites right now, Geechee Gotti and Rum Nitti both said, you know, for him to even do it. Because there's so many other dudes that come from that same battle era that would never do what Cassidy did and never take good. So my this is the, you know, showing the love part. It's a huge salute to even though that he took that L, huge salute to Cassidy for even... Taking the opportunity to even get an L because he went in it. Most niggas right now are not doing that point blank period. So if there's anybody that, that if there's anything, a level of respect that he has, that's what he got from me. I, he might've took that L, but he got so much respect from me like that. It doesn't even make any sense. And I hope that I don't want this to be a thing where it's just all that you get is respect. I want to see you win the Next battle that you go up against, and he said the next person is going to be even crazier. So I just hope that he gets in there, you know, because that's the difference. Like, these dudes don't hate each other, especially if you ain't got no bad blood. So he could start, you know, rocking with some people that's in it and kind of, you know, make him understand like this is what it is that you got to do, and you could still get your bars off. Because the, and I was talking to uh, my wife about this, um you know meaning for y'all most of y'all know but anyway I was talking to her about the clear cut example was Loaded Lux versus Calico that was the clear cut example Loaded Lux had been from the beginning and this that and third and Calico had been running through veterans he ran through Arsenal he ran through math you know what I'm saying sorry Arsenal jersey all day but you know you took that L and math you know you took that L too regardless if you was having a bad day but Calico was that nigga and he was on that stage and he was going to try to do the same thing to Lux. And Lux just came with something. He came with, a, with Lux, but some more shit that he knew. He, you could just look at it in his face when he steps back, puts his hand on his head. The whole vibe, everything. He, he controlled every, even to the choke, he controlled every piece of that. I think... Ultimately, you know, the fast forward on Lux, I think the downfall was battling niggas that knew too much stuff about you, which is like a Charlie Clips and, uh, Arsenal. I think that was, you know, probably not the best. And then Mook, you know what I'm saying? Which those are the three, you know, toss ups. I still got to finish. I still haven't had an ultimate decision on him and Arsenal, you know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, I think, I think even with that, he came with a new style, but you gotta adapt, you gotta change because you can't real nigga talk or uh, you know to every single person. You know, that's that shit's not gonna work. He's continuing with the same style, just like the war, the uh, the Rockets. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. Real nigga talk all the way through. And you gotta have some jokes. You gotta have some things that's gonna hit. You gotta have a little bit of performance. You can't just talk to the nigga the whole time because the moment that they break out, that you break out of that and give something funny and you get the crowd back, then it it overlooks all of the things that you have just been doing. And I think that's a weird place for these battle rappers to be in when it comes to who it is that they're battling. You know what I'm saying? You gotta. You gotta play your opponent, so that that does go into bad matchups. Certain people shouldn't be battling certain people. You know what I'm saying? You shouldn't put a super lyrical nigga versus a nigga that has a lot of jokes. You know what I'm saying? And, and just well, really, yeah, it's it's like it does NBA has matchups. It's like if we gonna keep
0: talking about comparing shit to like boxing, like all right, boxing has this featherweight, this lightweight, this. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't, but that's the problem with battle rap because it's not see, Niggas went both ways. It's, it's, they want to say it's like a sport, and they want to be able to me- mesh up interesting, um, unorthodox matchups just to see how it plays out. These are the same niggas that are just fans that don't do this shit. See, a nigga that does shit already knows it's fucking stupid. Like, there's certain niggas I won't battle. Like, I'm not going to go to a nigga. I'm not a goon. I'm not a gang manga, so I'm not going to battle a nigga. I already know I'm more lyrical, probably more intelligent, probably more educated than, you know what I'm saying? And just flat out, fuck it. I'm saying I'm better than almost all these niggas but I ain't gonna battle a certain demographic because if they hold through, is about a bunch of gun bars and dumbed down-ass lines, I ain't gonna lose my credibility by trying to mimic or, you know what I'm saying, to talk about shit that they they relate with because they could pull my car like, yo, nigga, you don't do this, like, like, so, you know what I'm saying, there's no point in me doing that if I'm a battle rapper to just try to appease the crowd just in the air to be a chameleon because ultimately you lose the war because, nigga, that he ain't real, you can get no respect. Now you might not be able to do your music shit or you might just get slumped in the face on some bill collector shit. Like, there's a lot of dynamics niggas don't think about when they think about these dumbass matchups that actually don't make full sense. They just want to see it because, oh, that's interesting. I want to see disaster against, like, nah. You don't, you're not supposed to do that. Like, in a nigga like Cassie's like, yo, I'll take anybody for the bag. Personally, I think that's kind of dumb. You know I mean, he feels like he's super versatile, he can do anything he wants, but here's the factor, that this is what he didn't fully factor in at the end of the day, which is why he keep trying to push a narrative, which I don't agree with, the crowd's going to win. People that, you know what I'm saying, like, the niggas that understand the crowd, and that's what this today's is about, he don't give a fuck, because he's trying to change the narrative back to what it was. I understand what he's trying to do. He's trying to use his celebrity power and push and attention and campaigning. That's really the underlying thing he's been doing with all this promotion. Niggas are all crediting like, yo, best promotion ever. Yes, that is one thing. The other thing is it's a deeper it's deeper than that. All the things he talked about with Goods actually still rapped about and still won off of, he tried to, you know, pretty much like Eminem versus Papa Doc, eight-mile type shit. He said, this is what Goods going to do. Goods did exactly everything Cassie said. Now, if this was 10, 15, 20 years ago, Goods loses all the magic. He's disqualified because he rapped about literally everything Cassie he already called him out in wild interviews. You know, he can't paint the shit out of it. He's like... Because he wanted it to be about bars. He's like, all right, we want to have this matchup about niggas from the same era. Let's make it about bars. I kill goods when it comes to bars. Everybody that knows rap knows that. You know what I'm saying? Bloggers, the rap community themselves, rap is like, yo, goods ain't a bar, bar guy. But he wins off of performance. So Cassie is trying to rob him of performance. That way he, can't, the niggas can't say shit because Cassie don't like that. There's a lot of niggas that don't like that whole performance-based type of shit. Even though it's entertaining, but you know what I'm saying? So that's how he tried to win that. It didn't go its way either way because that's not how this shit is anymore. You are in a venue full of niggas in Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? And pl- even if it's not in Atlanta, it could be a URL stage in New York. Yet yeah, there's going to be a slight bias there because he's from Harlem. You know what I'm saying? That still doesn't fucking matter. The point is, you're dealing with Goods, who is an active battle rapper that wins off the performance alone. He cannot have a bar at all. Because that's, that's not act like he can't rap. Good can fucking rap. Like, you know what I'm saying? What's wrong with niggas? He has bars. He's just not a back. He's not a rum nitty. He's not a back-to-back set-up punchline. He's not a metaphorical wizard. He don't do that shit. He talks to the crowd. You know what I'm saying? He battles with the crowd. That's how he wins. That's what he does. It is what it is. So you're not going to walk in there, you know what I'm saying, campaigning or not, and think you're going to win off of the terms of battle rap today. It is what it is. Now, that brings me to the next topic of why there's a division. Niggas have gone back just on rap jeans looking at bar for bar for bar because a lot of shit went over niggas' heads. Not in a sense, because there's two ways niggas go over niggas' heads. There's like the Lupe Gasco, loaded Lux type of, I'm going to go over your head with vocabulary and setups and triple entendres of the way they format their sentences. You know what I'm saying? With tons of wordplay and syllables and delivery, by the time you you just hearing all these rhymes and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're like, what did, what did they really say if you're a regular fan of rap? Niggas, they hear Cassidy. They already put him in a bus. Like, you rap the same shit. You're a back-to-back punchline setup guy. So when he's rapping, niggas is pulling out shit like, you said shoot his building up Fortnite or scuba. What I'll get you wet scuba diver. Because of the way his style rap, they think that's the punchline. That's his setup to the setup. You know what I'm saying? So now when niggas is reading shit, they're like, oh, oh, Uber, drop. Oh, my God. No, that's what he said. And the shit's still not like wild crazy, but even his simple shit actually still went over niggas' heads, and they don't even realize it. And niggas are admitting that shit in the comments I'm looking at. Now, not one thing went over my head, because I'm just an elite lyricist, but I could see how stuff went over niggas' heads, even at his way of rhyming, because it's now completely obsolete and, you know what I'm saying, the format of how he rhymes is so different than now. But if you look at bar for bar, there's niggas that's saying shit as simple as Cassidy's saying, if not simpler, but the way they format it with today's format, it's like, it hits now. With the bow and, like, you know what I'm saying? Niggas even telling Cassidy, yo, speed it to flow up a little bit more. But it's still Cassidy with Cassidy's voice. Niggas are conditioned, listen to the wild mixtapes he dropped over the years. You can't just become somebody else. You're not going to hear Nas come in and start rapping with the mumble rap flow. If he achieves it, now it don't sound like Nas. Now, like, well, it sounds cool, but now it sounds like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? So there's a fine line where you can't fully conform because that's niggas that are actually using that term. That's a violation of hip-hop, as far as I'm concerned. Niggas really telling Nick, uh, Cassie, you need to conform. You know what I'm saying? And I don't, I don't side with that shit because Goods ain't conformed. Goods been Goods ever since Jay Mills, like when he battled him way back. Goods raps like Goods, but it's acceptable and accept- because he's been actively battle-rapping. If Cass was actively battle-rapping like everybody else that might be, have a lot of age for them within the battle rap community, he will be accepted into that. Niggas be used to and forgiving with his style. Now they're paying attention to the bars probably a little bit more. Where it's like, now it's not, oh, you're outdated because not because of the bars, but because of the way the bars are delivered. So I'm not even trying to hear the shit you're kicking. That's why you got booze. They don't want to hear him rap. You
3: know what I'm saying?
0: That crowd. Yep. Because it's like, it's fucking boring. That's how they're looking at it. And I get it. It's fucking boring because it's, the same way he would rap before. But mm-hmm. you can't tell a nigga to rap something a different way. You just you can't do that if you being realistic. They ain't gonna sit there and tell beat magic. Man, yo, rap like fucking this other nigga. Like you like you, know, you said something um a few weeks ago. He was like, yo, uh yeah, I actually said it during the battle when you was watching Twerk
3: mm-hmm. and
0: then K Sean. It's like K Sean I mean, either twerk sounded like K Sean or K Sean took twerk shit.
2: Yeah, no, no, it was something uh, like that. It was um K Sean sounded like twerk. Definitely. Right. Definitely.
0: And he used to sound like Moop. Yeah. Everybody in Dot everybody sounded like they did the same shit, the same licking they lip. Like the whole swag that was the same way. Like all of, them, all of them niggas, like you could tell. I can bring up tapes and DVDs. I study these niggas. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen all of them. A lot of niggas copy. If you think about it, all these niggas bar flip. That's a battle rap violation. They copy the. They come to the same venues to mm-hmm. sit there, look at and study at their competition. If you look at that at before, that's why Cassie stood out. That's why CS Jones stood out. That's why Jen stood out. That's why fucking No Can Do stood out. That's why Eminem stood out. Whoever fucking better way back when it wasn't cameras, because if you went to someone's hood face to face, battle, whatever, in the streets, however you did it, without cameras, they ain't know who the fuck you was. There's no way to study for that. There's no way to prepare. So you just had to have your rats ready. Now
2: yeah. there's something
0: I appreciate about that because you can't sit there and mimic a nigga's style and then outdo him better than him. I mean, there's a way you can do that. You know what I'm saying? If he stops rapping for bleeding, now you can run with his whole shit. It's like Lil Wayne ran around with Gilly style for a while before niggas start pointing that out. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But niggas didn't know who Gilly was but she's from Philly. It's like, hey, he Ghostface, Lil Wayne's Lil Wayne. Like, well, you can really listen to how he sounded on Carter One and how he sounded with, you know, the Hot Boys and all that. What's real wrong shit. with you?
3: Real shit. You I could. ain't taking
0: Lil Wayne's raps from him. I ain't saying Gilly the Kid wrote every pen, to every rhyme. Because if we talk about what ghostwriting means versus fans that don't know what terminology is, everyone has a ghostwriting industry. Ghostwriting simply means you had help crafting probably a chorus more than likely or parts of your verse so it hits better to the mainstream media. Because you can't just come with your raw pen game and experience. That's what ghostwriting really means. It doesn't necessarily mean Billy, uh, Milly Vanilli type shit. It don't mean nigga tension your entire drawing like, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't necessarily mean that. I'm not saying Daily Penn Wayne told shit. Wayne can rap. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But he incorporated his style and delivery cadence, stuff like that, and you could see it. He was hanging around a nigga. He took wild shit from Dipset's like of swag. Like, let's stop, like, let's not ask about that. But someone else that might not know that, they might look at, oh, Wayne was the origin of a lot of this shit here. He started this, he started that. It's
2: like, yeah, a nah, lot of niggas don't start style. shit. It was the style, it was mainly the style. Because Wayne was, you know, he he mixed a lot of it with Philly style. You know what I'm saying? And Philly dudes, as yourself, are known for bars. And guess
0: what? Lil Wayne was a fan of fucking who? Jay Z. Jay Z had a team of Philly niggas on for a while. Yeah.
2: yeah.
3: He Talk took
0: about it. Chris shit. He wasn't. He Talk wasn't happening it. like that. I'm a Philly dude. Philly look, niggas know what's up with that. I knew
2: what time it was. I, I look. I one of my, one of the greatest days in hip hop especially one of the best days for Hot 97 in general, 100% is the the takeover when niggas started coming up to Hot 97 and taking over. And after that day that he did that, the response from the streets and what everybody was, you know, all the niggas that didn't really know what was happening in Philly and when it started to spread around and this, that, and the third, you know, after they came up and shut it down, Rockefeller wasn't nothing to play with after that. And it was like, you know, I don't. You, it wasn't too many people aside from you know your black thoughts, your schooly deeds. You know what I'm saying? Like, it no much respect to most of the MCs, all of the MCs that came out of Philly. But it wasn't that. Wasn't the thing. It wasn't the takeover. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't nobody. You had a raw bunch of dudes. Like we knew about Siegel, we knew about Eve. You know what I'm saying? But you had a raw bunch of dudes that was coming out of Philly with with that raw you know what I'm saying and they were dudes that was just you know rapping out there trying to make it happen but that that showcasing at Hot 97 showed a lot which ultimately full circle kind of you know brings us back to yeah with, back to the start of it back to the start of the shit was the fact that after hearing all of that you know, hearing the way that you was that you was giving it up, the style and everything was different, and and what they was coming with, and what you knew from Philly was that you was getting bars. Now it gets to the point where you confident. You know what I'm saying? He was super confident and was like, "I got whatever." That same night is what what led us to what it is that we're actually having this podcast about today, and led everybody seeing it. To Jay saying, "I got well, let's, whatever let's, on it." You know, let's what I'm talk saying? about a nigga like Daylight,
0: right? Because I know you feel a certain type of way about that nigga. But I, I see the of his, his that nigga. Alright, well hold let's on. Let's get it out the before way.
2: Before you do that, before you do that, let's uh let's let's pause real quick for a quick little commercial joint, you know what I'm saying? Um and then we're gonna come what right back. We're gonna get into you. we gonna get into the daylight shit. All right, give me a second. We'll right You're yeah, you know what it is, it's your boy DJ Nasser of the Say No More podcast. And I haven't been able to do one of these in quite some time, but look. We coming back, you know what I'm saying, this is, we rocking over here, nothing has changed as far as, you know, the the content that you're going to be getting, it's going to be real, live conversations, raw, uncut, you know what I'm saying, we doing what we doing over here, but definitely let me let you know about a couple things that have changed, you know what I'm saying, so we rocking with Anchor, strong, right now, you know what I'm saying, you can still get, that's, that's what the podcast is distributed through, you know what I'm saying, so you can still get it on Google Play, you can still get it on Apple, you can still get it on Spotify as well. So definitely go there. The it's the same format you already know. The Say No More Podcast. Just go ahead and look it up. You can reach me at the Say No More Podcast on Twitter. You can reach me at the Say No More Podcast on Instagram as well as Facebook. You know what I'm saying? So any questions or anything like that, just go ahead and hit me on my personal Twitter and uh, Instagram and all of that is DJ, N-A-H-S-L-A, for those that don't know, N-A-H-S-L-A is just my name backwards, you know what I'm saying, Alshon, so DJ Nazi. go ahead, hit me, any information, any questions, anything like that, if you got something, if you got a conversation that you want to get off and we want to talk about something, that's what we're about, having healthy conversations about this culture that we love and appreciate so much when it comes to rap and if there's things involved around it, you know what I'm saying, we can talk, so any of your comments and thoughts or anything like that, definitely hit us up on different outlets, social media, Definitely appreciate you. Shout out to my brother Artis, Chef Boy Artis, on all things. You know what I'm saying for the execution that you've been, you know, just with the whole mixing and keeping it, you know, sounding great for the people. You definitely appreciate that. And once again, you could also reach me on the same number podcast at Gmail for any questions, concerns, anything like that. All right. We back for the second part. You know what I'm saying? Thank you, uh, you know, for tuning, for staying tuned with us. You know what I'm saying? I had that quick little commercial break just to let y'all know what's going on with the podcast and everything. But anyway, so let's get back to the conversation. So what we was talking about was you uh, was talking about daylight. And before we before we jump into daylight, real quick, let me let me say what I actually feel about the kid, uh, the man. You know what I'm saying? I think daylight. Is one of the most talented dudes that I've seen. Like at the end of the day, I love a performance. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I, you know, I'm judging it off of what it is. I'm judging. You know what I'm saying? No different than the playoffs going on right now. I'm gonna watch that game later on today. See if the Raptors is gonna take these bucks out. You know what I'm saying? But in, and you know, the NBA is what it is. But I love basketball. So at the end of the day, Battle Rap is what it is. So I love. I love rap, you know what I'm saying? And this is the battle portion, so this is what it is. So for me, um, I think Daylight was definitely, you know, for those that don't know who Daylight is, he's the guy that got the tattoo on his face. It's a Spawn tattoo, you know what I'm saying? And there's a whole bunch of, we can get into the origin of why he did what he did and all of the the, the antics that he pulled and stuff like that. But when Daylight, you know, I, I don't really have anything to direct you to. And I will direct you to one battle that I would recommend. It was daylight versus Averb. you know what I'm saying? It's short and to the point, it's not super long, you know, not like 40 minutes. I think it's like 20 minutes and some change, but that is one of the raw versions of who he is of just hearing him rap. Another thing that I could recommend if you never heard Absol's second album these days, uh, the MP3 version, I believe. Yeah, it was the MP3 version. Cause I bought the CD, the CD came with like one round of Absol talking to Daylight, but the MP3 version has the entire battle. And that that Daylight is just extreme. He's one of the most brilliant minds to do this. I'm a super fan of the people that can do it on both levels and still entertain me, um, which, which, you know, especially with stuff that is real and not necessarily gun so big. I got to, you know, all of that stuff. Um, And it's not to knock anybody that does that because, you know, I I love battle rap again, but my favorite people are the people like Loaded Lux. That's one of my favorites, period. And Daylight is definitely up there when he's on his shit. He is one of the most talented uh, name flip words, uh, multi-syllabic, you know, he's just, he's too, he's almost too good to, and he's almost unbeatable, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to that, because he can be funny, he can give you a performance, he can give you all of these things, he's like done every single thing in battle rap, which is why he says like he's an alien, this, that, and the third, and he is, he's one of them people, he's your favorite battle rapper's favorite battle rapper when he's on his shit. You know what I'm saying? So that's my ultimate opinion of him. He's one of the best to do it, um, hands down, what, what it is that he says, but he does have a past for bullshitting through battles. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of dudes that don't take it that seriously when they should, and he's definitely one of them dudes that came off like that, which is why he sort of got the reputation that he has. You know what I'm saying? He hasn't been doing it in quite some time, but if you want just, you know... Uh, everything mixed in, I think that's one of the best showcases of him doing it. Was Aver versus Loaded luck I mean, versus uh, Aver versus Daylight. I would definitely check that one out because he gave you a lot in that in a short amount of time, and he and lyrically destroyed Aver. That's a that's a complete L, a hundred percent, no debating, as what they say. You know what I'm saying? So that's 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 my little thoughts on him. But uh, as you was gonna say, what was you gonna talk about, Daylight Kid?
0: Well, Daylight's one of the guys that's very known, especially at this point, uh, got very popular for doing a lot of gimmicks in his battle raps. He damn near pioneered that shit, in a sense, and elevated to a whole new level where niggas felt pressure to bring props and do stuff. Now, nothing as extreme as what he's done, but that's part of the reason why he did stuff extreme. This guy, as you just mentioned, is extremely talented. His thinking level and genius is above a lot of these guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, he gets underlooked at times because people pay attention to his gimmicks more. The dude has, if we want to, you know, quote Loda Lux as one of the GOATs or the goat as far as just simply putting words together with bars, this guy is up there. If not, possibly even surpassing him in a certain sense with a different style. But that goes back to credibility. You know what I'm saying? Certain niggas will always have that credibility and respect because of their uh, talent and skill set, minus the fuckery. The moment you include fuckery, you might not be included in that completely anymore, let alone acknowledge to the same level. But like I said, when you have bars like mine and you understand my level of genius, I'm able to be qualified to determine and read through bullshit if I'm analyzing and assessing pure bars or skill sets. Because I don't give a shit about gimmicks, none of that. With that being said, Daylight understood where Battle Rap was gone before it even went to where it was gone. He was like, oh, so this is what niggas is really into. he been kicking shit. He was like, my bars obviously are not good enough. Well, not that, that they were good enough. He was like, niggas ain't catching any shit. Niggas don't even care about this shit. They do care about my gun is so big. You know what I'm saying? Like, on shit like that. And that is for people. To this day, niggas still have the same gun bars. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because they like that. They like that aggressive shit. They like that hood shit. That's never going to go away. Niggas, that's not about, you know what I'm saying, this super high-level thinking intellectual shit That it's borderline. They want to call it, oh, this is nerd shit. You got one fan base saying, you got to be basically a nerd. You got to be super intelligent think with your, your level of intellect. I'm like, all right, well, if that's the case, then Bill Gates himself should be able to start battle rapping and, t- and do a fucking Microsoft scheme. Now, I want niggas getting ideas that's listening because I already bodied that shit, nigga.
3: <laughs>
0: I'm that dude, so, but it ain't about me. But he would get the credibility for that. He can come in like, shit, boy, Bill Gates, you Microsoft nigga, you're software, I go hard where I want. It's like, I could do shit off the top because I'm that computer nigga. But, point is, he do that, oh my God. Another nigga might do that, he might get gas for that, but he might not be known for that. You know what I'm saying? But,. Mm-hmm. At the same time, sometimes i like, yo, but it's Bill Gates. Like, of course he's going to talk about that. Is it, is it really about bars and and figurative language and syllables and wordplay and rhymes? Like, is it? It's favoritism. That's what it comes down to. Niggas want entertainment. And Daylight saw that. he was like, I'm going to take his shit on the stage. I might dress in a dress one day. I'm going to come here with a retarded-ass mask. I'm going to put the Spawn mask on my face, get a tattoo just to stand out. If you don't do all these things, it's daylight, daylight. Mm -hmm. Let's really think about it. We don't really think about these things when we look at people that we automatically label either a gimmick, stupid looking, whatever. Sometimes their genius goes overhead because we see what's on the surface. You know what I'm saying? It's no different with any battle rapper. Whatever makes them dumb is what makes them dumb. But sometimes that might overshadow what their capabilities might be. So now they have to cater to the crowd. It's no different than in music. This is no different than even in filmmaking. Look at, uh, uh what's this say They do Transformers. What's, what's the nigga's name? The director? Um, I
2: don't know. He's why. talking about Michael Man. Huh? He's talking about, uh, no, Michael Bay. Michael Bay.
0: Yeah, I don't know why. I just said this nigga's name the other day. Yeah, Michael Bay. Mm-hmm. Now, don't nobody want to see a movie from him trying to do a romantic comedy or some shit like that? What's he known for? Explosions. But at the same time, that hurts him. Why? You know, all he do is explosions. He's not a great director. That's what made him lit. That's what he decided to focus on. Does it mean he's incapable? No, it, what it really means is if you're a, a director of that tier,
3: mm-hmm.
0: who's to say he can't make at least an average movie? I'm pretty sure he won't even make an average. He'll make an incredible movie. These niggas are not fucking new directors. Like, get the fuck all the way out of here. But they won't give him a chance because... They're going to focus on what they believe is the strong point, a.k.a. what you consistently do. We're measured, in this society, we're measured by what we do consistently, not what our other capabilities are, not what we try to do. It's about what we do consistently. And we're, because most people relate to a one-dimensional, you know what I'm saying, mentality, because that's what they relate with. They're like, I can't do multiple things. I have to do one thing at a time. And if I do this one thing at a time, I'm going to keep focusing on that because I can't just, just do this and be as good. People condition their own minds to believe they're limited in the first place. It's that whole thing with Nelson Mandela's, like, it, it's some whole philosophical type shit. We're not even gonna get into, but the shit's true. It spans from truth. Mm-hmm. There's more followers than leaders. Let's look at social media. Yeah. We, we we literally created that so niggas can follow who the wave, trending topics. <laughs> There's geniuses in place that understood uh, the psyche the psychic human. It was like this is gonna work because people are stupid, they're sheep. They're going to follow this shit. I don't care how egotistical or smart, they're going to follow the lead because more people want to pressure them into doing it. They going like, no, no nigga got enough in the ego and that's where it comes back down to cash. I respect this nigga because he's the, one of the few niggas through thick and thin that has more integrity than all these niggas. Fuck his skill and talent level. We're talking about hip hop. If you don't stand for something, you stand for nothing. I mean, you fall for anything. There's a lot of dudes that's not like that. They eventually break and crumble and fall. Yeah. But we live in a generation where it's like, if you're too egotistical, well, you're labeled egotistical. You're labeled, oh, you think you the shit. You got flaws. I'm gonna expose you, nigga. Is it really always about that? Some niggas that be trying to save hip hop, that keep playing, you can't be saved. Hip hop's dead. This is why it is dead. There's too many niggas that want to conform and do fuck shit because everybody else is doing it. And, and now, if everybody else does it, now it's, oh, it's evolved.
3: Mm-hmm. It's
0: like, nah. The same niggas that care about hip hop's origins that 10 years ago was like, yo, this shit's changing. 10 years later, it's like, it is what it is now. Niggas got a debt. That. that shit's low-key disgusting if you really want to think about it. How do niggas feel one way at one point, then they don't do shit because no one else is doing enough shit, then their feelings change? I can't really respect that. And that's what I respect about Cassidy. He sees shit like that. And Daylight takes different directions because he's like, well, I already know the future because I understand history repeats itself. I understand that fact, too. So I'm going to be outrageous shit and show the world how dumb they are because they care more about that than bars and rap. They clearly do. And I'm going to prove it. He proved his point, but history already proved that point. These are facts. When Lil B drops an album called I'm Gay and Lupe, you're a genius. Does it mean Lupe's on some fuck shit or he actually saw through the fuckery?
2: He saw through. It was genius. Yeah, he saw through.
0: Exactly, my nigga. And to think about these things, not to say people are stupid and they can't. They're incapable. They're too clouded. They're too blinded by too much bullshit that detracts their attention away. So they want to be focused on what's easier to look at. You know what I'm saying? Going back to battle rap, what's easy to look at? Performance? of simple bars delivered in a particular format to make you be entertained, to laugh, putting on a certain outfit. What Cassidy's trying to do is take that shit away so niggas can focus back on the craft. He is about the culture. Niggas call him a culture vulture. I, I never agree with that shit. That nigga's more hip-hop than like 95% of the niggas that claim they were. If you look at his catalog, the people he chose to feature with, the type of music he's intensely tried to do. I, don't have to, I ain't saying he's the best rapper ever, but the way he could, that man conducts himself, you got to you take your hat off to that nigga versus a lot of these guys that's criticizing him. Mm-hmm. Battle rap community included, and that's the wrong form of hip hop. And they're acting like the industry. They're taking industry tactics. Which is why? It's the business. And that's what's happening right now. It's the business. Business corrupts everything. When you try and get a bag and everybody worried about money, that's what niggas doing right now. They're not even doing four rounds. Niggas are like, they, their first ball like, I just came for the bag. Like, they don't give a fuck because they already made money. Yeah. How hip-hop can niggas be? And it shows you, niggas is hustlers. That famous saying, I'm not a rapper. I'm a hustler. There's too many hustlers. Not, there's not a lot of rappers. So it's like, that's it yeah. what you care about. Do you care about hip-hop? What kind of fan are you? It's are like you certain, really about
2: that rap? Yeah. It's like certain things that you got to like, that, that really can't, you know what I'm saying, be all the way in it. Like, um, certain shit just like, uh, like when you talking about when you talking about the money aspect of it like you know the money aspect of it is not going to mean anything to a nigga that 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 has feels like that he has something to prove you know what i'm saying especially if it's something that you came up doing something that you came up loving so once i think with anything once you start to add money into it And then the money becomes more important you know like signing the contract like we're seeing that right now with the nw with the nwa with the nba you know um people people are so concerned with uh the contracts versus anything else but it's human
0: nature though bro because that's why I said history repeats itself because sooner or later it's mm -hmm. always sooner or later it's just a matter it's a matter of that they might hold their integrity for a while you keep waving a certain everyone has a price no matter what it is, sooner or later. Right now, you might sound like the most integral person of all time, mm-hmm. even tomorrow, maybe the next year. Four years down the line, after life hits you so many ways, breaks you down, and you eventually decide, or maybe your family members and strike, like, whatever it is, sooner or later, that bag might become the priority. And you might yeah. be like, "Yo, I finally understand why niggas go for the bag. This makes more sense. This is the more smarter, fuck Fuck respect, Fuck niggas eventually conclude through through pressure peer pressure society and life that's more important and that's just, that's why history always repeats itself that's why business always repeats itself mm-hmm. people become greedy it's in our nature
2: i think that's a and, um that's a whole bigger conversation where it can come to you know when you get into hip hop as well just because of the simple fact that you know, you can, you make so many albums, like you have to look at any of your favorite artists, you look at all the albums that they made, you're not going to like every single one. There's always going to, because it's artistic expression, you know what I'm saying? So no matter what, Jay-Z's got, what, 13, 14, maybe 15 solo albums, you know what I'm saying? And there's, there's, you're not going to like every single one of them. You know what I'm saying like, but everybody is,
0: also wants to be Jay Z and have his status and power. And
2: the so, longevity like, niggas
0: though. gonna be upset. They want to be him. So sooner or later, you're like, yo, if I feel like, I'm, let's say you feel like you're better than Jay Z, mm-hmm. right? You're gonna feel eventually if you're not getting a due respect. You're like, yo, I'll put in just as work, work if not more. I didn't even have Jay Z's resources. I'm not getting respected, but that's always gonna be the difference. And niggas eventually will. like, yo, fucking tragedy, like whatever I got to do, whatever extra thing I gotta do to sell out, whatever deals I got to take to chase this, I'm tired of living in this nigga shadow because I feel like I am better. So I got to do what I got to do to get there to, for the bigger picture one day. Right, and um, they, a lot of people end up
2: losing themselves. I don't want to lose that. Um, I don't want to lose this topic, but um, I'm, this is something new that I literally just talked about with Mina uh, the other day. And you know, I'm glad I think you're the per- perfect person to ask about this now. Um and this is it's it's a it's not a battle rap per se, but it is it was started it started off as a battle in in rap, you know what I'm saying? So I just saw a video the other day. I think it was yesterday, matter of fact. Um, and it was um oh my god I don't even want to bring up the names. I really don't want to give them you know I mean I, I know I ain't we ain't big yet you know what I'm saying we're getting there pause um but still I don't like I don't like necessarily talking this is this is a rule that I'm breaking on this podcast I don't necessarily talk about things that I don't like but in this case I want to ask this question to you because of some because of what you just said. -hmm. Did you hear about this, um, Joyner Lucas Isis record?
0: I heard about it, but I didn't check the record out yet. Okay. I don't have a comment. That's Uh, not, that's
2: not what I'm, that's not even what I'm going to be asking you about. But there's something very, very specific about that record. It's featuring Mm -hmm. logic. Okay. That, that, does that not like send off some alarms in your head? Like why is it, or question marks, like why is it featuring Logic? Because they had Well And you talking oh, about shit. biting styles. I didn't and- even know they had, Fam. I even know they had these. All right, so let me introduce you to something as well. I'll be honest.
0: Me. I don't follow them niggas that much. Okay. Like, well, They, let, well, they this... not along the type of style of stuff I'm into.
2: Well, I'm going to tell you where Mines came from because even me knowing about Logic, I think he popped up on The Breakfast Club and uh shout out to Wag. You know what I'm saying? He's wag, wag. uh Logic is one of his dudes that he likes. You know what I'm saying? I've always told him there's just something not... There's just something off about this kid. You know what I'm saying? And, and again, this isn't... To bring any, you know, haters or fans logic or anything like that, this is just something that I peeped that I, I don't agree with. Now, um, these two had issues and mainly I'm going to tell you what it is. Logic has been accused a number of different times of biting other people's styles, whether it's the rhyme style, whether it's beats, whether it's a song choice or anything like that. Like Logic has definitely been accused of doing those things. So in this case, um, he did a record with Jordan Lucas. Now, they were supposed to do a record a while ago and it was Tech 9 had something to do with it. I forget whose is Tech n song. Somebody was supposed to be on it and... What what Joyner did, whatever beef he had with, I guess, Logic didn't say anything, and Joyner tweeted, "Say, say, say my name or say names next time, punk ass, or something like that, but he didn't add Logic, so already that's like, if you want to go by internet standards, passive aggressive shit, because if you're going to say something to somebody, then talk to them, you know what I'm saying? You know how to act the person you could put at logic joining Lucas is not stupid, you know what I'm saying? But this is what these new dudes do. This is why I don't rock with these new dudes either. You know, most of them beat that be on this bullshit. Um, and it just was out of nowhere. I'm on YouTube and I see Joyner Lucas ISIS featuring Logic and I'm thinking, like, this gotta be fake because it had Joyner Lucas in the fucking army uniform and everything else and I was just like, you know, Mina was asking me, like, you know, how do I feel about that having actually served in the military and you see these two, you know, niggas sitting here rapping in, you know, army gear and got niggas behind them with guns and this, that, and third and you know, to me, it, it kind of solidified some shit for me, how I feel about him. And this is straight of my opinion. You know what I'm saying? If if you can't understand it, then stop listening and fuck what you think anyway. Um, I, th- I I kind of agree with the sentiment that has been going around for this dude. You know what I'm saying? The fact that he is like a, um, a, a, a shock value type rapper from the videos that I see. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's like, you know, somebody gotta be I'm not racist, or somebody laying in the pool of blood, or some shit like that. Or, you know, from these perspectives of other people, he does that really, really well. In this case, I guess logic was supposed to be somebody that they caught from ISIS, and then there's another logic that's walking around, you know, with him with the army uniform on and whatever. And in that case, you know, he just he you know it it just it just seems like like people don't stand on you know what it is anymore like there's I didn't think the two of these dudes needed to be friends um they they rap very fast um I think they're both biracial you know what I'm saying and it's not to say that I can't rock with somebody that is biracial you know what I'm saying obviously you you know what I'm saying, or, you know, J. Cole, there's a Drake, there's a number of different biracial artists that have been out here that don't, don't. you don't got to go around saying, I'm a nigga, I'm a nigga, or nothing like that, or showing that how black you are, whatever, you know what I'm saying, like, you don't have, it's not something that has to be proven, but I think it's not something that has to be proven when it's just, it just is, you know what I'm saying, like, that's like, like with you, with J. Cole, with, with, you know, obviously with Drake, you know, he don't come off as a Jewish rapper, you know what I'm saying, it's a nigga, you know what I'm saying saying every and every time and you know it just is what it is be it's it, but with these two dudes they're so on that side you know what i'm saying and and jay and obviously for joiner definitely see more like you know black dude than anything for logic he's on that line and then at the same time for the to, to see these dudes that you know one to bring it full circle back to what we was talking about Jay, Jordan Lucas put out a project, looked like he was out in space, and he's trying to, you know, see what, you know, he's in the future, and he's like either, you know, this is the mixtape or this is the record that, you know, was left behind. I forget the whole sentiment of it, but that was the same idea that Logic had for his second album. You know what I'm saying? And and it was like, he didn't like that, and he kind of bit his style or whatever, and it just, like, seeing that video... And, and seeing these dudes that I knew that they had issues and they were supposed to be rapping at each other, they never truly rapped at each other. You know what I'm saying? I've seen Joyner get into a couple beefs like this one with Tory Lanez, which I think was stupid as hell. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it, I think there's a lot. And I think I I can't remember if uh, Tory Lanez was even trying to come at one of these battle rappers or some shit like that. But I just think that there's dudes that I think that is like vulture type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like where they want to, you know, they're, they're trying to get into the beef. They really don't have no beef. They try to create something that would, you know, make a bunch of people pay attention to their careers and this, that, and the third. And I think they're, they can rap, but they're just rapping to the rap. They don't do shit for me. You know what I'm saying? I've listened to all the Logic's albums and shit, and it doesn't do anything for me. I listen to Joyner's albums, and it don't do shit for me. The main thing that I I see when I see it is like, oh, that was a powerful video or powerful visual that came with this particular song that he tried to touch on some, you know, topics and things like that that people either like are scared to talk about on a record and this, that, and the third. I don't think that shit translates well. You know what I'm saying, and and just for me, like I, just for you, from you being an MC, I, I I write rhymes. I don't necessarily call myself an MC, but if I was to take it seriously, I would go on that path of an MC versus just being a rapper. But for you, if you got issues with somebody, you know what I'm saying. Are you quick to just do a record with them? You know what I'm saying, without airing it out. I mean, I kind of know the answer to what you what you're gonna say because I know you personally. I've been in the studio with you this, that, and third, but. You know, um, that's that's to shed a little. Like they had some issues, um, you know, with with all of that. So if they had, if if you had issues with a nigga, perfect example, the nigga that you know that that tried to take your Dragon Ball Z scheme. Do you would you ever see yourself jumping on a record with this nigga, or am I am I tripping, or are these niggas just soft nowadays? Like, what 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 do you feel about it?
0: It goes back to what I said earlier. Everybody has their price. I'll be honest. I don't know my price as of yet. Someone can come to me with five mil. You know, depending on my situation, how severe life might be, I might look the devil in the face of the eye Like, is this a testament to my life? Is this the point where I'm supposed to sell out, or is this another test of me giving this up to keep my integrity? Because in reality, if you just ask my emotional feelings. <laughs> Bag or not? Fuck no. I'm big on respect. But a lot of people are big. And it's, what I learned through life so far is like, there's no way to measure someone who has more respect or more love than the next. Because you don't know what that man or woman been through yet that broke them, yeah. if, if you will, right? You don't know. The People have been through all kinds of shit. Some of them have been through way more shit than somebody else and be like, I've been through more than you and I still haven't broke. Well, they might not have the same tolerance level because so they don't have your background to build to the tolerance over of you. There's too many dynamics of human nature to even know all this shit. There's too much psychology behind it. But at the end of the day, to answer you, right now, no. But if I'm being realistic, I don't fucking know how it might be. I've been one of the few niggas that's been the same way for 30 years. I've watched my closest friends that said they would never change change. I haven't. I made a little small adjustment that I, I I don't want to, but... I also didn't put myself in positions to feel forced to make a decision that's against my morality and ethics and code of ethics. A lot of people do. Once you put yourself in a position to have to do that, you're going to, it hits repeat itself. You're going to keep going down a certain pathway that's going to require you to constantly make more and more compromises and decisions, which is why I decided I want to go independent. If you look at me, I don't collaborate with anybody because you got to match me because I already thought shit through. If I'm gonna hope to hop on, a, hop on a song with somebody else that's not even my skill level, this one thing that I've uh, happened in my experience, and you know my partner Jaquan A.K.A. R.T. Your brother, he's the same way. What this way happens when you work with somebody that's not as good as you? Because he had the same thing happen to him. Niggas won't even put the record out. they were like, Yo, you killed me on the record. Your, your verse is too good. I, I, I have to like, I'm gonna get somebody else on. or they just won't put the joint out. You wasted your fucking time for a song that you decided to. Feature a nigga on because you wanted to make the best out of the song, so you gave it your best efforts for the song. Not to just shit on a nigga. Especially if it's a song that has nothing to do about just rapping about nothing. You know what I'm saying? Just doing some uh, Hot 16, Battle Rap, whatever the fuck it is. There's people, because they're not good enough, they want you for clout and validation because they're like, they know how good you are, so they would like to work with you, right? So there's mad people that know how good I am. It takes two bars to know how good I am. They put you in a category like, Oh, you one of those lyricist types. Oh, you got bars. You're conscious. That's all it takes. The moment they figure it out, they already know you better than them or whatever. They have self-confidence issues, but they might not want to be on the record, especially if you, if, if you know what I'm saying, you lit. They only want to be on that because of clout purposes. I'm not a clout chaser. I could give two fucks to being on the record because I'm going to do my best no matter who you are. You know what I'm saying? But you got to match me because for the whole purpose of legacy, it doesn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? And if a nigga happens to be better than me, he still got to match my, like, you know what I'm saying, morality. Like, I'm not going to do something with you because you want some other shit if it don't make sense. But, nah, but nigga. But to answer your question, they already put you in a category, like, I'm, I must be better than you if you took shit from me. You know what I'm saying? To answer your question, like, if a nigga that took my shit, i am well, I going to do a record with you? You're not even good. If you have to take my shit. The bar you going to take my shit for the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what is the point? What do I gain from it? I know what you're going to gain, and when you see it through, or you think it all the way through, you're going to be like, oh, well, I bodied myself because I'm not even better than this guy. People are like, yo, you got killed on the song. Why'd you put that out? That's what's going to happen on their behalf. I already know what's going to happen for their future, so it don't even make sense for them to feature it. That's why it goes back to the whole battle rap situation and anything in life. You have to have perfect matchups because it doesn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? If you look at what Drake's been doing, a lot of these niggas probably mad. They was happy to hop on a record with Drake, like, yeah, it's Drizzy. They have body. You never going to hear about them anymore. Because Drake was like, I'm going to hop with y'all niggas. I'm going to take y'all style because I know that y'all niggas ain't shit. Y'all can't rap better than me. I'm just going to hop on there with your swag, with my Drake solidified, verified, validated, familiar voice, and they're going to play this song because of me. And they're going to think that I'm a nice guy because I gave you a chance. And you're gonna think I'm the best guy in the world because <clears throat> I hopped on a record with you and you were pretty much a nobody. All your homies will be like, yo, Drake's a real nigga. That's what Drake's been doing. You know for a wild song. He puts niggas on, but he already knows there'll never be a Drake. Drake ain't stupid. He's not working with some real, real artists that have real, real talent, hitting potentials. Nah. Why he gonna get them lit? He works with one dimensional artists. I mean, hence he Take we, this though. We haven't seen rap out rap some niggas.
2: Yeah. We haven't you seen from Wayne. Yeah. You're right. We haven't seen Drake with uh you know, with um with Kendrick, you know what I'm saying, lately. I think uh there was some rumor about him possibly doing a record with J. Cole, you know what I'm saying? But he don't really you know, as far as but, but Drake doesn't make I don't think Drake makes music. To uh, that relates in that way, I think these two guys. I guess if you want two fast rappers, then there you go. There's Logic and um, Joyner Lucas. That's that's how I feel. But about ain't it.
0: no one trying to hear that shit either. like, yeah, it was. With Nick's album music, you gotta have, and that's one of the thing. why like, Logic went through the direction did. Uh-huh. They he people see them as more of a white boy. Let me call it what it is. Yeah, it and is the topics what it is. That he talks, of, he lives more of a white boy type of stereotypical lifestyle than. A nigga does, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Simple as that. Like, my mother's black, and I've been primarily raised by my mom. My dad's Chinese, but he had been working like 12, 16 dollars a day. That's say's not my life, but he's a hard worker, so he ain't really raise me, per se, the way my mother did. My yeah. mother's a strong, black, independent woman. Like, I've been around my whole black family my whole life, raised by them, because Chinese people's low-key racist and shit. So they kinda disowned my dad for even marrying my mom. That's one other situation, but, I'm raised to be my way, acknowledging why I am the way I am. Not because, yo, I want to be, like, more black. Nah. By default, I just was. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's my family and background. I'm not sure what Logic's background actually was or a lot of biracial people. But most cases, it's because how they were raised. If you could tell it's organic and natural versus, like, a wigger. Like, you know what I'm saying? Some dude that, I want to be more black because it's more cool. The cool point. I think Logic, his whole lifestyle... You know what I'm saying? It's like a reflection. Like, white people go through the kind of shit that he goes through more so. Like, white type of trash type of, you know what I'm saying? They're not really in the hood and dealing with, you know, like shootings and, and deaths and that type of shit. They're dealing with like drugs, depression type of weird shit like that. Like, I don't know really, really relate to that. You know what I'm saying? I heard one interview a long time ago, stuff he talked about, whatever. But, anyways, long story short, his musical content, a lot of niggas don't relate with, so they're not trying to hear that from him when they can hear it from a nigga in the first place. So, he's in a weird spot where it's like, okay, I have to cater to probably more fans. Because I know bad white people, they know, they've been to they were telling me about him. But, like, Logic's so cool, dude. He's so, because white people love that uh, fucking fast rap shit. That's from a white tailored audience. Look at Tech Nine, like, that his majority fan base is white. Like, this, not me being racist, like, this is called analyzing and observing what is a demographic as an an artist. You gotta look at that shit, because it is a business, too. So you gotta look at, am I gonna waste my time trying to tell the story that I think I want to, because I like it, or do I have to look at who's listening to me and how the world perceives me to try to find a happy medium to get my shit off where it's appreciated? Because the worst thing to an artist is putting shit out that's not even appreciated. So that makes you either wanna quit, completely and waste your whole life that you practice on music or whatever or make that compromise. And what you seem with logic, his biggest hit that what, what the fuck he did that I don't wanna die. Well, I just wanna die. Like that's on white boy type shit.
3: Right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
0: Like, there ain't no nigga no, we keeping this shit raw. This is a fucking Al <laughs> I mean DJ Nasla podcast, you already know I'm the one of the realest dudes out. He did that shit. Ain't no niggas doing, though. No, matter of fact, there is niggas doing that shit, but that's because they on some white boy shit. All this drug music, it was cool. We come from the era of, like, we were selling drugs to niggas. Niggas, I'm not saying we were selling, I'm talking about the culture. like, okay, you a hustler, like, I understand. Get yeah. your hustle on, get your grind. You certainly wasn't taking no coke, or you got caught a crackhead. That's not a good thing. Like, I'm saying, yeah. that wasn't the, the, the way. Now, it's like, I do nothing about drugs, Yeah, I just get the hugs, yo. I, I could do that fucking dumbass shit whenever I want. Like, that shit's easy to rap about. You just sound like a fucking idiot. Everybody does that. That's because the new generation, because of social media, it's cool to hang around white boys. It's cool for white people. I mentioned that shit in a record call over my head on my first mixtape. You know what I'm saying? White people acting black. Black people acting white. Hip-hop turned to pop. White people jack the mic. It is. White people want to be niggas. There's more niggas that near respect the origins of hip-hop than niggas do at this point. I'm talking about the younger generation, not the older generation, right? And yeah. there's a lot of niggas that's dying their fucking hair. They're having fucking these weird bowl cuts, let's call it what it is. Niggas running around fucking bowl cuts, my nigga. That's yeah. how you get these... these. It is. It's cool, though. It is what it is. But, you know what I'm saying? This shit that white people was doing. New Orleans wasn't doing that shit. That's it. White people did. And they low-key jacked Asian people doing that shit in fucking anime. Like, you know what I'm saying? I know the whole breakdown. Like, you know what I'm saying? Niggas going to pay attention. When I say that shit, niggas like, yo, that's, yo, that's kind of real. And that's what I'm talking about followers once again. If I was a huge celebrity right now when that, and your platform was as big as Joe, or bigger than Joe Button, fuck breakfast club level. Niggas would be like, yo, this is real. Yeah. And now everybody's going to be like, yo, this is real. This, this shit been real. But yeah. niggas ain't talking about it at the higher platform. Not enough real niggas to mention that shit because either they're ignorant or they don't want to talk about it. But that's the reality. Niggas follow shit. Now I'm like, oh, yo, that's low-key real. Like, oh, my God. You blew my mind. Like, it's obvious. Y'all niggas is following all these trends. Skinny jeans. We remember skateboarders wore their fucking girlfriend's jeans until they decided, well, enough people wearing this shit. Let me. That's why shit started in California, where the biggest population of the LGBTQ community exists. What are we doing? We might be going a little bit off the topic, but this shit's relevant because that's the point. Niggas don't understand relevancy conceptually. I, I understand that, so I can use mad examples when it's like, that's a bad example, what's they gotta do? You're limited thinking, that's why. You're not thinking about the bigger picture, how it relates, how it influences, how it's incorporated. This shit starts from all kinds of different things, and then you have this, hip hop. Why is niggas rocking these tight ass jeans with holes in it? That look like you got shot up in the pants knee. Like, I wasn't raised that way, but that's a style now
2: yeah i mean Look, keep it real. i'm not yeah, knocking yeah, it nah, niggas nah, rock that shit. like it is what it is like you know what i'm saying like i think the last it's like
0: how did it happen
2: you know what i'm saying i mean that's what I... matters it's not matter
0: the what it's like the how the when and the why niggas don't focus on that they focus on just what what is it
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah that's nobody's nobody's gonna really like uh do research on like the origin and you know why why it happened niggas don't
0: care dog That's why niggas not even qualified to be on your fucking podcast and even (laughs) speak sometimes, anyways, or any podcast, because niggas just mention the same thing the next guy said just to sound politically correct. Let's talk about that. You got battle rappers being politically correct instead of keeping it real.
2: Yo, I mean. When
0: niggas can talk their shit, but Cassie can't talk your shit,
2: if we want to get into that, if we want to get into that, there is another podcast out there, you know what I mean, that. uh, that murder mook does and he said a, I don't know if you heard about that but he said a bunch of really really dumb shit on his podcast which you know made me it, it made me that's that's sort of why I feel the way I feel about the the aver battle because like mook you know I, and this this is this is introducing another joint you know what I'm saying we'll real we'll talk about him but you know the 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 trend I I do have that written down Matter of fact, I got I got that on the list. Um, yeah, we might
0: need to do another podcast. Like,
2: you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, for like, real. Be back on his John for real because Murder Mook, man, he that dude. This you can't do shit in real life and then come to battle rap and make me believe that you're this something. You know that that's just something different. He said a lot of dumb shit with this girl that I don't really want to mention too much. Um, but it was uh, uh, what was her name? Um, I forgot her fucking name. Uh. What you call it? She she was known. She was out here saying a bunch of dumb shit against black people. Um, definitely styling on black women to a degree. Uh yes, Jules, that's the name of her. And um he had her on the show and you know what I'm saying, like and I have nothing against her because I don't know her like that, but just based off the things that, that she has said in the media you know what I'm saying, whether people take it wrong or, or they don't, you know what I'm saying, she seems to be insensitive to uh, to black people and to a degree, even though she fucks with a lot of black people, you know what I'm saying, and, and Mook, you know, he just he just seemed like he came off thirsty and the shit, Joe Budden talked about it or whatever, but Mook has a podcast, and I think the reason I'm bringing it up now is because of the fact that, you know, he did this whole shit where he went ham on Iron Solomon, who was a very talented battle rapper and had not, didn't really fit the description of uh, uh, George Zimmerman in any way, shape, form, or fashion. And that's why he was kind of upset about that battle. And he goes and he does all of that. Then he says this dumb shit in, in support of stupid shit that he that that was happening on his podcast saying that white people that he lived around, you know, didn't know that they was white. They thought they was black, so they would say nigga all the time, this, that, and third, and, you know, just all this dumb shit. And I guess, you know, it could be different because but I know this nigga from Harlem. You know what I'm saying? He from the same blocks and areas of certain niggas like Jay mills and you know loaded lux and this that and third and niggas was not doing that in harlem you ain't never hear about no dumb shit like that like white people walking around just calling people niggas so it was certain things like that but then you flip on people and say the shit you want to say to them in a battle it's just weird so i like my question was gonna see, that's be that's the
0: thing
3: mm-hmm. i
0: see exactly where you're going with it and i agree but the problem lies with like a lot of battle rappers they're all actors. Murder Mook was the first wave. You mentioned it before when mm-hmm. he started with the Dot Mom shit performance. He's a yeah. very smart guy. Yeah, You could tell when he first battled some party, Niggas was already close. He's clowning them, But he's a very smart guy, just like your brother. Like, when you have a certain level of intelligence, you know that you can play a role and act. And you mm-hmm. know so much that you can literally assimilate into a whole different being with a crew. You mm-hmm. can do so much setups and gimmicks, in a sense where it's believable it's like, and then you already know you want to get praised. Like, yo, that's a real nigga that's super intelligent. Cause you got the look, you got the feel, the vibe, the background somewhat. You know what I'm saying? And that's what, it, like, if you think about the same thing with cats, you we went to the smartest school in Philly. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like, all right, you got that. You from Philly, one of the hardest cities in the, in the world, but you also smart, but your main, your primary image is like, yo, you a goon. Like, you, like, you know what I'm saying? You will blow a nigga's head off. But you get more respect for also being intelligent and educated versus, oh, you're just a nerd? Of course you're intelligent. I don't respect you for dropping some knowledge. Mm-hmm. But when you can play a balance of both worlds, it's dangerous because you understand the perception of people. You're like, they're going to buy into this. He knew what he was getting into when he better on Solomon. He was like, I don't care that he's fucked, like what color he is or whatever. Like, I'm going to play this scheme and I know I'm going to win the crowd because I know it. we in New York I know my crowd. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, you're going to die, and I don't got to give bars. Yeah, He's a smart guy. Yeah. He knew he was going to beat Sirius Jones, not because he could rap better. Because if you look at the battle, yes. see, I didn't really know Murder Mook, so I judged it different. I was like, nigga's ass. Who are these cheerleaders? This dude sucks. Like, that's what I thought when I first I didn't hear one hard bar, personally. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Same way I was rooting for Jen when I first saw Jen take his biggest L against Sirius Jones. I was like, yo, I'm sorry, I'm part Chinese. I was reading for Jin, but Terry Jones got in that ass. That shit was funny. He's like, China got two billion people over there. You couldn't go platinum over there? Like, that nigga killed him. <laughs> that's clever, Bard, and racism. That's, that's not off limits. That is dope. Yeah. And that's coming from me. I'm half Chinese. Like, that's clever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? From that point, I was like, Terry Jones, he's that dude. Like, he's nice. He can come off the top. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He went at, uh, what's his name? The dude that made the sonic joints.
2: Oh a Charles Hamilton yeah yo, in, that a, in, was a, in a barbershop. crazy if you haven't seen that battle, <laughs> shout out to serious Jones man Jersey Irvington all day you know what I'm saying but if that's another recommendation if you haven't seen the uh you know what I'm saying if you haven't seen the Sirius Jones versus Charles Hamilton that's an incredible battle you know what I'm saying it's uh impromptu, you know what I mean he just like kind of rolled up on him and from what I remember. Um, he didn't want to battle him, you know. what I'm saying at the end of the day, he kept he kept like either harassing him or whatever. So he came through and did it. Um, you know what I mean? But definitely go check that out. I know that shit's on YouTube somewhere. I'm gonna definitely check that shit out today because that shit was funny. That's a classic one right there. But to stay yeah. on being that you mentioned, you said two names. You said a name that definitely stood out to me. So I think I was my question was gonna be to you um, was we're like, even with all of this stuff, uh, that's been going on with Murder Mook, and the last bat, yeah. the last time we seen him was uh, A Verb. I think I was gonna ask you, who do you see him battling anytime soon, sometime this year? And I, I think I want to propose, I want to answer the question, and I think you might agree to it. And, and I'm gonna give some, you know, some uh, little backstory behind it. Um, I want to see Mook. If, if there's any battle that I ever want to see Moog do, because honestly I don't want to see him battle nobody else, point blank period, Cassidy. Point blank period. You called him out when you was younger. You know what I'm saying? It could be the grudge thing to get it off. And it might take some time. They both don't time. want to battle each other. It's huh? not going to happen because they friends. See, and that's whack. Because that's 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 the only person, in my opinion, that's all I want to see him do. There's nobody else I want to see him battle. He rematched loaded Lux. Um, maybe hollow, maybe hollow, maybe surf, maybe one of those
0: open to it. It's only only them,
2: them, them, them three names. It's either Cassidy surf or, uh, or hollow. Those are only people I really want to see him battle. Maybe goods, you know what I'm saying? Um, or Tay rock or something like that. But I just don't see that necessarily happen and i don't see that he's even on the radar right now and maybe he'll pop up and it'll be some something for summer madness but who knows but the last thing before we uh before we wrap it up because we definitely gonna do this again like you're gonna be my designated like we're gonna we're gonna talk about these battle joints because i look man we look at the conversation that we having off of it and this is all freestyle off the top you know what I'm saying I got a couple things written down, but at the same time, look at you know we we had a good conversation here. So the last thing I'll wrap it up with today is uh, just the predictions of Gnome uh, Nine. That's the next one. I haven't fully decided myself if I'm gonna cop the uh, pay-per-view joint. I I forget when it comes out. Um, I think it's gonna come out on oh it's coming out June 8th in Houston. Uh, the last time, I guess I waited till the last minute, and it was fifty. You know what I'm saying, off rip. Um, So I think I think they tried to hit me with the thirty five at first, and I, I I missed the I missed the date or whatever. I think by the time I seen the email or whatever, they was like it was thirty five the day that they announced it. But um, right now, I'ma just name the names. You know what I'm saying. And if you want, we could just go like you know quick one offs, like you know how, a little bit of how you feel about the battle and who you think is going to win you know what i'm saying just predictions you know what i'm saying and it will come back and um i will keep the predictions and then afterwards we'll definitely reconvene cuz this is a pretty big event you know what i'm saying so we could already kind of set up for the next podcast to definitely be going down afterwards so and if that's the case then that's pretty much going to put me in you know i got to get the i got to get the pay-per-view so um aver off off rip off top aver versus lux You got Lux winning? Yeah. Honey, yeah, no no question, no debating. I got I got Lux winning too. I got I got Lux winning too. So we got we both on Lux. Um so uh let's see uh who the next one. Sue Surf versus Geechee Gotti. Um Sue Surf. I love Surf, man. <laughs> I, I love surf and I think I don't you, really
0: know much enough about Geechee
2: Gotti okay um, to be honest so so I'm gonna put Go so I got a you know what I'm saying for that one and I got I got M on the side of surf and I'm a I'm a fan I love surf Jersey all day listen but I'm a big fan of Geechee you know what I'm saying he's won me over and he's 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 been way more active and I haven't seen him lose yet, so I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mess up what's not broke, you know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna fuck it up. I'm gonna stay with Geechee on that one. Um, K Shine versus Rum Nitty. K Shine all
0: the way. I'm gonna go with Nitty Rum on Nitty, no man. I'm, I mean, well, I think you know, Nitty what? has better you know,
2: bars. Yeah, Nitty has better bars, but Kayshawn has more performance. he's gonna think get he that. I he does too. And you know what? I'm in the middle on that one. I think I'm. I, I love Nitty and I love Nitty's bars, but I I think Nitty should. I, I'm hoping and Nitty, look, man, I'm in Phoenix, bro. We gonna get you on this podcast one of these days. All right. So this ain't no. I just I just hope. I've seen you do great battles, you know what I'm saying? I think you did take the L to Geechee only because, um, you know, it could have been more debatable, but the third round, you know what I'm saying, it didn't. I got to rewatch it, but I think the third round didn't get it for me, you know what I'm saying? I think that was at Summer Madness um, when that happened, but I think he kind of fell off towards the third, and it could have been some stuff going on, but, you know what I'm saying, it is what it is, an L is an L, but... With this one, you're going to have to really match the performance with the bars, you know what I'm saying? But from what I heard, I think think Rum Nitty just did a good battle, you know what I'm saying? A crazy battle where he had a lot more of that, and I've been liking a lot of his shit. So I'm going to stay on the side of Rum Nitti. Just just to stay there, I, I take that back. I'm not going to be in the middle. I'm going to stay on the side of Rum Niddy. I got hope for you, man. I just need you to do this performance for real because Kayshawn comes with that performance, and it is very hard to beat that man. I have a lot of respect for Kayshawn ever since that DNA battle and and the people that he's taken down. So I definitely I, I see that. I I, I, I know what Kayshawn is capable of. Let's put it like that. Uh, next, I got Arsenal versus Av. Arsenal. I don't even know who that is. Oh man. Av, I think you would like Av. Av is, being that you haven't seen him real, for real, for real, you probably have seen him, but you just don't remember too much. But Av, Av is like, you know, B-Magic ain't been in URL in a long time, so Av would be the version of B-Magic. And he from Norfolk, Virginia, you know what I'm saying? It's back to back to back to back bars. Um, So for Arsenal, this is gonna be... um, Son is going to, you know, it's going to come down to bars and performance. Um, Arsenal's last showing to me, again, you already know his jurors, we both rep it, but he lost to Hollow in that second rematch to Hollow in the Quiet Room, the Smack Volume 2 or 3, whatever it was, when it was that joint and you rematch Hollow, you took that L. And honestly, I think, I, if I remember correctly, I feel like Arsenal took an L to Briz Rothstein. So... I I'm need a, I'ma am going go on the side of Arsenal with this one. I'ma stay on that side because I want I want you to win. I know Av is tough and I feel like I feel like you got enough of what it takes to beat him. So I, I hope to see that. Um This is gonna be a little crazy. Shotgun Suge versus Pat Stay. Pat Stay. You got Pat I I honestly And I love Suge Because Suge has You know Turned it around for me um, I kind of And I unfortunately You know what I'm saying I got I think I got to go with Pat Stay on this one Just because of the simple fact that um, I think Pat Got a taste Of URL I think that was something That you and I were talking about Off, off mic um, That Pat Was one of them dudes That You know, should have been in URL for a while, you know what I'm saying? But he was battling against a a lot of the, you know, nerdy guys and this, that, and third. And because he was more of a bully, I think this is going to be one of the best battles on this card just because it's a bully versus a bully. And they, they about the same height. You know what I'm saying? Uh, obviously, Suge is a big bully and Pat got muscle and all of that. You know what I'm saying? So it I think this is going to be one of the good, good, good battles on the undercard that a lot of people don't know about. And I'm not going to front on this last one. I know where Jaquan is going with this because this is his man's. But John, John the Don versus Jack Boy, Maine. John, John. I'm not I'm even for you, man. I don't. I Look. Jackboy, man, I don't know too much about him. I'm going to do my, I'm going to make it my business to uh, go and, you know, check out, you know what I'm saying, some of his stuff just so I can get familiar with him. Um, But right now, I did like, I liked that battle that John John did way more than I thought I did because I feel like the crowd was biased. I feel like he, I feel like his only, because I like twerk. I like twerk a lot. I didn't like him at first. It took me a while to get up on him, you know what I'm saying? Pause. But he got—he has a lot of lyrics, you know what I'm saying? He—I like his style. Is different, um, but. I, I so ultimately, I don't even remember who I got winning that battle. I think one day we would have to see a rematch with without because, you know, sometimes with these battles, you know, what I'm saying when you when something happened and you throw off energy, energy is a big thing. Momentum is a big thing with the battle, because if you start to get into a line and it don't really either it don't work or what have you. Um, you know what I'm saying, or or something like that. It's hard to bring certain lines back, especially if they didn't hit the first time. If you you could tell if the crowd ain't gonna say it, or if it just if it was a flat line. You know what I'm saying? It was just like straight up flat. Um, but yeah, like overall, I, I kind of I don't know much about Jack Boy, but I know there's a lot of grudge and tension there and stuff like that. So there, there's this. It's not a main event. I think this starts to turn out to be. URL's best event because it's all main events and it's not a bunch of, you know, it's it's not a bunch of PG guys or anything like that. It's guys that deserve to be there. Sort of like the All-Star game because Summer Madness is sort of like the NBA finals. And it's not always what it's cracked up to be. You know what I'm saying? Some battles hit, some battles don't. But I think this one uh, night of main events has come through strong. I think with the battles that I do have uh, that's that's a lot of my favorite ones come from the Night of Main events. So um I think this is Smack's best or URL's best event that they got going in the year. Um something that we could talk about next time is definitely Bill Collective versus uh Hitman. That's dropping tomorrow on YouTube. So, you know, this um this been good, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Once again, I appreciate you, you know, being available to to talk this out, because, man, I'm telling you, like, I, I love battle rap, man, at the end of the day. I love battle rap. You already know how I feel about the culture that we represent and we try to put out there. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate you giving giving the time, you know what I'm saying, to talk about this and everything. Um, yo, give them your socials, kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything. Give them your information. Tell them what you got going on. You know, I know you got the records out there and all of that. But, you know, get, take your time to go ahead and talk to the people real quick. Alright man, here to wrap it up. You can
0: catch me at, you know, IG at your boy main. You know, on social media, not really on Twitter like that, but yeah. Um, yeah, pretty much. Soundcloud, your boy main, just your boy main anything. Type it in, you'll find all the information about me. Look all that stuff up. You know what I'm saying? About to release a little light mixtape called the hits tape. Just a little something like just jumping on a lot of hit records, just remixing them, but giving bars something that's been missing from the industry. I have quite a few, you know, records from already out on my SoundCloud. You know, but I'm working on a lot of original music with my partner, trying, you know, Artiste, at Chef Boy Artiste, you know what I'm saying? You know, and that's what it is. It's, you know, cooking up. Y'all gonna see it. That's what it We're is. got a lot of content this whole year. That's what, you see it. Know what I'm saying. Artwork, videos, the whole nine. You know, I just don't rap. I do way more than all y'all niggas. Y'all ain't seen me in ball. And I see me in Street Fighter, and I see me in a lot of things and it's gonna happen. And I'm gonna show it all. You know what I'm saying? And it's beyond bars. I'm gonna show y'all music that's a lot of topics people ain't really covered. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, probably, people probably have me in a box you just do bars. Like now I was just showing that I could do bars better than all y'all. One record, your offbeat, whatever it is, at a higher tier. But I'm also going to show y'all how to do this music. I'm like, well, a lot of people be claiming they going to do that. And, and it come out and it's like trash and it's like mediocre. It's like, nah, y'all going to really see. Like, yeah, <laughs> but right. yeah, man, that's what it is. Might sound cocky and all that, which reminds me, I'm going to be dropping a song talking about the difference between arrogance, pride, and confidence, because only I know the difference. A lot of people don't, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So a lot of stuff going to be coming out. I'm going to be dropping all kinds of knowledge, stuff people don't really cover because I'm not a follower. A lot of y'all are. And it's what it is. You know what I'm saying? So but that's me, the boy man. you know what I'm saying? That's all I got to say for right now. Man. The Home Y I'll Shine podcast, legendary, you know what I'm saying? Appreciate it. He knows what he's talking about, has a background in music that supersedes a lot of y'all that don't know what y'all talking about, a lot of y'all bloggers and all that. Y'all just fans that have a platform and access to YouTube to jump on and do stuff. You know, but nah, that's the real deal. You know what I mean? DJ Nasler, one of the elements of hip hop, a huge mentor of mine. You know what I'm saying? Founder of
2: Beautiful Noise Entertainment. Appreciate that, you know, my brother. Like that. Appreciate that, my brother. And as we say, you know what I'm saying? Look, man, you know what it is. Say no more. All right? We'll get back at y'all on the next episode. Until then, take it easy. You know what I'm saying? Check those recommendations out. You know what I mean? A couple of the videos, uh, how to judge battle rap. The Sirius Jones joint versus uh Sirius Jones versus Charles Hamilton. And um, you know, any any other battles that we reference, you know what I'm saying? Definitely go check it out. Like it's it's enjoyable. It's enjoyable competitive rap, you know what I mean? And um we'll be tuned into if you can check it out tomorrow. It drops on Rare Breed Entertainment. Shout out to ARP. Um, shout out to Hitman Holler as well as Bill it will be dropping tomorrow. We both will be checking that out, and we'll give you some, uh, you know, our our opinions and our reviews and all of that. And it's all opinion based, you know what I'm saying. So anybody don't don't, don't catch no offense or nothing like that. Hopefully you don't. You know what I'm saying? I can't tell you what to do, but look, you can check us out. This Say No More Podcast. This episode, I think it's like 25 or 26. I might be off, but whatever. Say No More Podcast. Look, man, rock out with us. You know what I'm saying? We here all day, every day. Say No More. Jersey, want
1: a lot of Jacks bite me, trying to write like me. Only process that, cause she give me psyche. Don't talk spicy, this God Almighty. Get your rap, God, this, that's Aphrodite. Greek bar, she in love with a rare skin. the clear water, this sky, so the air eat. See the threat, meet your death, that's the Hades scene. I'm the myth that you bit, send the prey to me. Y'all murder in the first degree. Hearst versus Hercules. Dirty niggas heard of me. It's your boy. Yada, da, da, me. Face, face. She can give me face. Face, face. With a pretty face. Face, face. Fuck, did that nigga say? I told her lame, say it to my face. Face, Babe, face. Say it to my face. Face, Babe, face. She gon' give me face. Face, face. Look into my face. Yeah, I'm that dude.